Hey everybody, I just want to tell you really quickly about this amazing business that I came across. It's called Tailored Events, and Tailored is T-A-Y-L-A-R-D. It is your new favorite event planning business in St. Louis. They will design and coordinate your event from the beginning to the very end, and not just weddings, but events of all kinds. She will tailor your event to fit your needs, help you find vendors and decorate. And if you're a DIY person like me, she'll also show up and do day of coordination, which is a lifesaver. If you have an event coming up or a very special day, hit up Ashley of Tailored Events at 314-643-6635 or email tailoredevents at gmail.com. If you're on Facebook and IG, Facebook is going to be facebook.com slash tailoredevents and IG is instagram.com slash tailored underscore events. And y'all remember, tailored is spelled T-A-Y-L-A-R-D. City to city, state to state, worldwide. You're listening to the In The Zone Network. The following program does contain language that some might find objectionable. Parental discretion is advised. Ladies and gentlemen all over the world, it's about that time for the new top-rated mental health podcast. Check on your strong friends with the queen of bouncing back, Lauren Spearman. So grab a snack, sit back and relax because it's about to get real. Everybody, I want to welcome you to the Check on Your Strong Friends podcast. I am your host, Lauren Spearman, the Bounce Back Advocate. And my podcast is the friend that everyone needs. Uh, We start off every episode doing a wellness check. So I just want to check with my listeners out there. How are you guys doing? You know what I'm saying? It's a lot going on in the mental wellness realm and during this quarantine and this pandemic. So I want you guys to hit me up, DM me on Instagram, check on your strong friends. Let me know how you're doing, how you're feeling, how you're liking the episodes, what you want to see more of, what you want to hear less of. Just hit up your girl because, again, I am your friend. Today's episode is super special to me because it's not going to be formatted like a typical episode. This is like a wild card, free for all, me just living out one of my internal dreams. Um, I was on a Facebook Live, and (laughs) they were asking me about people I wanted to interview. And so I literally put it in the atmosphere, and I named some names. And one of those names was Van Coleman, a.k.a. Vandalism. She put out the government. I did. (laughs) I did. And um, the reason being is when I first uh, heard of the rapper Vandalism, it was through my brother and my cousin. uh, Because my brother, Trifecta, is a producer, and he is... So my deep. guy. Yes. That is my guy right there. You want to talk about like just talking complete utter nonsense to one of like to each other. Like we could go like a year or two and not see each other and get back and we'll be just not it's like sequitur. nothing it's ever left. Absolute nonsense. Like, Our group time. chat is insane. That's my dude right there. <laughs> like, man, shout out to Trifecta. That's my Yes, guy, shout out man. to my brother Trifecta. Real. Uh, my real brother, like, you know, same mama, grew up in the same house, uh, had bunk beds. I was on the top. Wow. Um, Love that dude to death. I just um, learned something today. I did not know that they were even related. Shout out to that Are you serious? Shit. I had no idea. Yeah. <laughs> that is my big brother. That's crazy. I have um, no idea. That's wild. But yeah, so he actually turned me on to you musically and then my cousin nice. Brandy Austin um, who's out in Cali? That she's like my sister more than my cousin. Yeah. Um, but she was like, "Yeah, you know, Van is cool." So yeah, I started out being a fan of the music. 
side, the, the rapper side. I'm weak, y'all. Don't listen to this shit. But listen, <laughs> but I have to tell you that the more that I started to follow you, your personality, your perspective, the way that you are quick-witted on your feet, you know, just with <laughs> the rawest, most uncensored. She like, got I'm my black ass blushing. I've okay. never met a person right so now. naturally okay. funny. Stop. And I, that's why I told you, and I'm dead serious and I stand by this, I don't know if you have plans to do a podcast, um, but I would literally pay a monthly fee just to subscribe to text alerts. You know how people, like the different celebrities are doing these text alerts? I'm going to need that 10. I got you. Literally, <laughs> I, would, I would pay $9.99 a month. You know what I'm saying? Most people have an OnlyFans. I would pay $9.99 a month just to get a daily random message Yo, of Vans thought. Listen, talk about the funny shit, right? So, I mean, number one, uh, not to turn it on a completely weird tangent or whatnot, but um, rest in peace to my homegirl, Chantel Wilson. Um, people, oh, you know, yes. whatnot. I'm so uh, sorry to yeah, hear no, about no, no, that. Yeah, no, no, her funeral was today. Uh, fuck oh. lupus. Let's say that. Yeah, let's, definitely. Let's, uh, we, we, we not rocking with that, man. But that was a beautiful song. That was the that was the homie right there. Um, with that said, I was leaving out of the funeral talking to one of my homeboys. And I don't know why he just randomly said it, but he was like, hey, bro, I heard you about to start OnlyFans. And so, <laughs> 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 but I was talking to him and I was talking to him about one of my homies who actually has an OnlyFans just for mm-hmm. his hands. And I saw that you like, put this yeah, your hand model. He, he, like, Is he, that for real? He, hell no. My hands oh, are okay. ugly as I don't know what. My hands look like people's feet. It's terrible. So look. <laughs> but uh <laughs> but, but this but this guy in general, like he has like he like his hands are gorgeous. Like mm-hmm. what like you know, like you you see hands in commercials, it's like, yo, like why do people's hands look that good? My shit don't look like that. <laughs> but he literally made an OnlyFans for that, and people are subscribed to it. Oh, yeah. People it's have the most, the ridiculous most thing. insane fetishes. You know, he, he, you know, he'll pick up weights, or, mm-hmm. you know, he'll crush an orange or something crazy, and, like, they go the crazy. women are into it. And mm-hmm. I was like, man, I just need beyond whatever it is. It's like, hey, take your clothes off. Whatever that thing is, I'm trying to figure it out. Like, right before that level... I'm going to make OnlyFans on that, so whatever it is. You, you need to do it. Like, literally, even if it's just you telling one joke per day, See, like, I would subscribe. I would pay for it because there have been days where I have been kind of low, and I'll log on to Facebook and see the most weirdest random comment about, like, women wearing deodorant, and listen, it'll just, like, brighten up my day. Listen, listen. I, I need for people to just not be musty, just in life, <laughs> just in general, just as a whole, I feel as if, like, a lack of mustiness is the one thing that will make everybody's day brighter. It'll solve world peace. I feel peace. like, I mean, listen, that might even cure COVID. I'm going to be completely <laughs> real with you. If everybody just usually go to, I get it. Like, oh, I got aluminum in it. Hey, listen, sometimes that natural deodorant do not be hidden. No, on no, it, it doesn't. Just, you know, doesn't. I mean, find the one for you. But if you can't, yeah, that airy extra dry is going to do what it needs to do. Now, you are know? you vegan or is that a joke, too? <laughs> oh, that's an absolute joke. I okay. think that you read that whole. Yeah. <laughs> listen, so check it out. I'm going to tell you the story. <laughs> All right, so my Twitter bio, I was like, let me make the one bio that encompasses everybody on Twitter. It is oh, like, okay, something I'm for a seven-foot Blasian vegan. But I believe the Blasian, the Blasian part because of the eyes. It's no, it's no yeah. it Racism. So no. <laughs> Not in a racist yeah. way, in, in a, like, almondy, 
You, you know, it's like an almondy. Never mind. <laughs> Your eyes so almondy. Thank you, Lord, today. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. I, yes. I apologize yes. to my to That's my Asian I'm audience. I I love my she Asian people. She is white. <laughs> <laughs> Cap. No, I'm for, no I'm for real. But no, I feel you. But no, 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 no. Like, that was one of those things because it's just like everybody who's blazing be like, the first thing come out their damn mouth, I'm blazing. Like, you mm-hmm. ain't got to, like, hey, man, what time? I'm blazing. They like, just want you to know. They I proud. I feel you. I got you. Shout out, man. You know what I'm saying? Mixing, you know what I'm saying? All of that shit. But however, I still ask, what time is it? Like, I, it's important that I know the time. I asked you for that. Not that you were blazing, but I appreciate it. But yeah, people, that's what they do. Like, you know what I'm saying? On Twitter, they want to let you know how tall they are, yeah. their skin tone and all of that and I was like you know what I'm just gonna give you all of that in this bio so once it's done if you're still interested in speaking to me you got all of that however I'm not 17 I'm not I'm not I'm not I'm not blazing I'm pure you know 110% nigga you know what I'm saying (laughs) to the letter you know my people are straight up out the Cochran's like you know so (laughs) you know what I'm saying I I, I didn't see it you know what I'm saying I didn't been around it but uh I guess that was my introduction. Was that was that it? Hey, I hey think guys, that was it. <laughs> so if you are just tuning in with us, uh, this is the Check on Your Strong Friends podcast with your host, Lauren Spearman, the bounce back advocate, interviewing yeah, yeah. my celebrity friend in my head. And I don't know, have you ever heard that term before from Wendy Williams? Yeah, I have. Let yes. me tell you, it does not fit me in any form. No, but, but this is why this is why I say that because I feel like just from what I've seen online, yeah. I feel like we would be like the bestest of homies. So that's why I'm like, okay, that's just my friend in my head. So when I see him, we're just going to act like we're just friends and we've known each other forever. Let's build that foundation. Let's get it on up to the bestest <laughs> of homies. I'm with it. Let's do it. Y'all heard it here first. Let's do it. So I wanted to go through some of your tweets. Yeah. Um, oh, God. <laughs> just to. Um, Was not expecting that. <laughs> get some, some feedback from you. Um, I know one of the things that I've read in my lurking. I am a professional lurker. I have she to let you know this. Right. I couldn't cap it all. What she was like, yeah, I've been on Twitter and I be looking at your tweets, but I don't tweet. It's like, oh yeah, I, I can't cap <laughs> on nothing. Y'all about to just get this raw and let it, whatever. Come on with it. Let's go. <laughs> so, so I am, um, I'm a professional lurker. I'm the one that my friends contact when they are ghosted or, or oh. when they're trying to figure out what's going on with a guy. And I'm oh. like, give me eight minutes and I got you. I'm going to send you a full report. Um, I don't know if I should tell oh, people that. Man. But <laughs> in my lurking, it, it's okay. for a good cause. Okay. Um, but in my lurking, I think I remember you saying that you are a self-professed like tech geek, like you love technology. Oh my goodness, that is that is everything. That's lifeblood. Like I would go in micro center and like damn near have an orgasm. Like, like a kid in a candy uh, store. It's, like when people have like for real, like people have like the carts, the actual shopping carts, and they just be throwing like computer parts and shit like that's that's your boy like okay. I, I love tech everything you know what i'm saying i'm not saying that i'm the greatest per se at it however like listen so you'll take things apart and oh, build yeah. them back and up put the, I'm, I'm definitely with that I, I try to be able to build things okay you know what i'm saying i'll say that i'll figure stuff out yeah, so i'm gonna start good. light Y'all, listen go go for it i told you i told you this yesterday i'm an open book so if like if you got something that you like hey man what happened to that uh i'm a you know if I need to dance around it, I'll dance around it. <laughs> we'll get there. Right. We, we that, will get there. That, that good fifth. I, I am all about, you know, you have to have some type of set. You can't just go in for the kill. You, you got it. 
So, um, but yes, I was reading this one tweet where you were talking about you were learning from a government employee. Yeah. About how all iPhones five and up have an override code. Tell me about that. Yes, yes, because I want to see if it's something that's useful in my lurking. I'm gonna tell you this right now. (laughs) You personally will not know that override code. Okay. Uh, there are actually like even employees in Apple who don't know this override code. Like this is not wow. common knowledge. I probably shouldn't have said the shit that I said. However, this is a gentleman that I was talking to that has worked for the government who, you know, on the good side of hacking, like mm-hmm. anti-hacking or whatever. So this is literally like what he's paid to do by major corporations as well as the government. And he was basically like, listen, like, you know, if you have an iPhone 5, or up, like, all of them came with override code. So all of that security shit that they talk about when they say, um, you know what I'm saying, we won't unlock these phones in order, you know, for protection and all of that, it's BS. So if, they if want you to get actually, caught by the FBI. Oh, yeah, they'll get told. a pen. Oh, it's a dub. Okay. It's a dub. They can get, gotcha. they, it's a, whatever it is that they press, whatever sequence of, of buttons that they do press on the phone, there's a way to get inside of your phone, bypassing whatever it is, and they can log get to the logs of everything that you've sent, all phone conversations. Even the Keepsake app. Oh yeah, dog. That's that ain't even nothing. I'm gonna tell you that right now. I mean, that's that's just for the <laughs> comfort of you personally and just like regular folks that you're around. However, it's like you come, you dating somebody that's in the FBI. Ain't nothing secret. It's a dub. You might as well just keep it a hundred. Oh yeah, I'm cheating on you. Like just <laughs> because I've always felt like if something <laughs> were to happen for me, God forbid, like I have that Keepsake app so that my mother does not go through my phone and see anything see? unsightly, but. Moms might be solid, however. But you're if saying moms that know somebody in the FBI, and they just like, see what's on this part right here. Press the button. And it's a, I'm telling you. Gotcha. I'm just, it, but see, with that, you shouldn't feel scared. You should feel more empowered to just live your life. Yeah. Because it really ain't nothing, you, nothing can you can do. do. Right, what, gotcha. It, it, all, all of this. YOLO. And, and the truth of the matter is, is that a lot of the security stuff is really placebo. Mm-hmm. A lot of it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's really, it, it's not there. It's like, it's like car insurance. Mm-hmm. And I hate to say that. It's like, it's like car insurance. Car insurance is only valuable when you need it. Gotcha. Outside of that, exactly. Outside of that, you spending $100, $200 a month on nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Just the <laughs> protection in theory. In theory. Should you need it. You know what I'm saying? Grateful mm-hmm. once it does happen, it works. However, it's like, dude, they are literally sitting down just getting bank off of you for yeah. nothing. You know, so it's like for the most part, it's all placebo. It's a good play. You know what I'm saying? Give you the good peace of mind. But, you know, just just keep those in your regular role and make sure that you ain't dealing with nobody that's just going to go through your phone. You know what I'm saying? It like, gotcha. You know, it's like I, I keep my I keep my security joint on for my daughter. That's it. Mm-hmm. Outside of that, like if you was going through my phone and you saw something, hey, you was supposed to see that. Like, you know, let's talk about it. Like, yeah. first off, what was you doing in my phone? That's a good that's a good segue because that is a a point of contention in yeah. relationships Ooh. for sure. Listen, I came back to my phone one time on an ex. I ain't gonna say no names. Uh but that motherfucker had like you can't unlock this for seven days. And I was like, Hey. Wow. She was trying hard. It's like because hey, you have to fail. How many you times? have to fail a gang of times. Like for that? you to just so the fact is, is like she might have had like three numbers, but she didn't have the other one. So that's how she was going with it. And I was like, Hey, love, um, I can't get into my phone, and they said I can't. I love how days. you approached it, like so gently, though. Hey, love. Oh yeah, because the thing is, is that I live in the awkward. Like I'm good, 
with awkward space, awkward silence, I'm going to make it more awkward. And especially yeah. if it's something that you created, I'm going to let you live in this. I'm going to, like, turn up the heat in the joint, you know? And so it's like, at this point, you got you to gotta just face me that you did something extremely stupid. And then now it's like, okay, so what do we do about this? Because yeah. there's in- insecurities here, you know, to the point where you had to <laughs> and have it my lives phone locked for a week. And 90% of the relationships of our generation, insecurity lives there. Oh, and it's all social media's fault. Yeah. Without question, hands down, bar none. Mm-hmm. Like I truly believe that something that we are a slave to, including myself. I I've gotten <laughs> a lot better. I've gotten so much better. I had an ex where I would literally go to Facebook to see like who did the blue thumbs up. They were cool, Ooh. but whoever did the hearts, Ooh. I was like, who is she? Ooh. Let me go, and then I'd be like twenty seven weeks down her timeline. Woo! Because I'd be like, why are you hearting his stuff? You don't need to be hearting his stuff. Stay with the blue. You know, damn. How long were y'all together? Nine years. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Don't the ones, don't the ones you be in for for a decade, just being toxic to each other. Good times. Good times. It it really was, you know. But you know what's so funny? We were we were toxic to each other, and now we are so much better (laughs) that we are not together. But you know, co-parenting, we are so much better. Like um, he actually invited me to an event um, that he's going to be in next Sunday, and I'm like, see, I like that we're in this space. Right. Listen, toxic is fun until it's not. And I'm at yeah. a point right now. <laughs> it's a thrill. It's until a thrill until it ain't. It's a thrill till it ain't. You know what I'm saying? And I'm at that point right now where it's like I'm too old yeah. to do the toxic shit. Like when I was 20, 21, 22, oh man, I'm the thrill of it. You know what I'm saying? I'm all I'm with the ish. I'm with it. Let's I am TTG. Let's yell at each other and then have sex right afterwards. Like that's just that's what you do. But now it's like, listen, I'm not. Listen, love, you're right. Whatever it is. Look, I, I'm going to start using that. <laughs> well, whenever I need to tackle Babe, something you, with somebody, right. I'm going to start. Listen, love. Listen, love. I, I can't. I can't. Whatever it is, I'm, I'm with you. I got you. I'm, it's cool. But if you just need to go on about your business, I'm good with that. Okay, so the next thing I want to ask you about, <laughs> I have Exhibit A. Yeah. Exhibit A. Oh, um, shit. Talk to me. I'm really sorry that the readers or the listeners, not the readers, the listeners can't hear this. Um, uh, wait, we're going to have to edit that, Arlington, because I, I literally made no sense right there. So we're going to edit She said part. edit it. No, look at you keep it. Fuck it, we're doing live. No, do it. <laughs> Raw and uncut. No, um. So this next part, okay. um, this next tweet, I am really sorry that the listeners cannot see it, um, <laughs> but it's Exhibit A, and I just want to know, like, is this something that you honestly did, or Ooh. if you, like, screenshotted this? Because it's something like a masterpiece. Oh, yo, yeah, yeah. So, so this okay, is that's the it. most. I can claim that. This is the most gourmet <laughs> setup of ramen noodles that I have ever seen in my life. Check it out, right? So, first off, number one, yes, that's your boy. Okay, I'm I'm a, I'm a fool in that kitchen on the lowest of keys. You okay, you know what I'm saying not many have got to experience the fantabulousness <laughs> nature of my cooking. However, when it has been done, you know there are people you can reference and they'll gotcha. let you know it's not a game. However, mm-hmm. yes, I did want ramen, and I said, man, you know what though. Like, I got these nice little, like, pride of the farm pork steaks. They're, they're tinier, you know what I'm saying, little situations. Is it organic? Yeah. Grass-fed. You know what I'm saying? Grass-fed. And I was mm-hmm. like, you know what, man? Let's go ahead and, you know what I'm saying, pan-sear these. 
You Ooh, know? I like that word sear. Let's 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 salt let's it. let's saute some Spanish uh, some 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 spinach with some tomatoes, which is a nice brown sweet tomatoes. Wow. You know, chop up some garlic in that, salt and pepper. I like to do smoked paprika or paprika, you know what I'm saying? However you mm-hmm. like to pronounce that. And you know what I'm saying? Do that and then encompass it. You know, I had the uh the, the good rosemary on top of the, the the garlic, you know. I was making sure that I was basting that as it was you yeah, know, because this is like a glaze oil. that I'm seeing. Oh yes, yes, yes. So it's this hoisin glaze that I made. So I I use rice wine vinegar um garlic ginger uh hoisin sauce uh mm-hmm. soy uh i used to use cayenne pepper because i just like you know whatever you know and i threw a little water and i allowed it to reduce in order to get it to a syrupy consistency and then you wow. know you toss that right over there you know you dig and you feel me that is crazy i have never wanted see ramen noodles was my thing in college i have never just looked at a plate or a bowl of ramen noodles and wanted some so bad um well no i take that back the other day my girl stacy um stacy pew she did Mm. post a delectable uh ramen noodle setup Mm. but this is like rivaling that listen i'm gonna be real ramen is probably the most perfect food in the world to me Honestly, and I'm talking about like the real like the twenty dollar bowls. Yeah. Like so instant ramen is gonna always have a place in my heart. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just wanna just 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 go ahead and hood it up real quick. And yeah. then sometimes you're like, man, let me go and dance on this real quick. So I was feeling you know what I'm saying, I was feeling special. I mean that was that was that was late too. It was like a, a one in the morning. I don't know. I just feel it. That's a when, good midnight strikes, hit the spot snack. When it strikes, I just go for it. You know. So yeah, yeah. I'm. I can. You know. I can. I can get nice in that kitchen, ladies. You know what I'm saying. So. <laughs> Plug to all the to all the single women out there who are listening I'm across just, the world hey, because this is global. Global. Yes, ladies. We have to let them know. That's that's it. Just ladies. <laughs> yes, be specific. <laughs> we we do it. not discriminate, but for the intents and purposes of this plug right now, listen, listen, the ladies. Listen, you know what I'm saying, ladies. You know, I'll let your boy. <laughs> okay, so this next tweet is actually a retweet that you responded to. Ooh, okay. And it says, uh, "Would you date someone who wasn't physically your type just to not be alone anymore?" Yeah. And your response was, "Nah." No. Lust is important to me, and mm-hmm. mine is tied to vis- visual and mental stimulation. For Cannot sure. have it with only one side; it won't For work. Sure. For sure, for sure, I stand by that. I okay. stand by that tenfold. Um, again, kind of going back to what it is we're saying is something you're going to hear a lot. God know who He made, <laughs> and, this, and the real is this, right? And so, my my biggest thing has always been: Why are you fighting what's naturally you? People have the tendency. People have the tendency to think that, oh yeah, man, it's like, oh, it's these evil forces. It's, bro, God made you like that. You feel what I'm saying? Like that. Like these things are put in place for you to do these things. I mean, be safe. You know what I'm saying? Like, like consent. All of these things are, are mm-hmm. in. Like, yes, do that. But you're supposed to have those urges. You're supposed to have those feelings. You're supposed to have that. As long as you're happy and you're being safe, I'm all for that. So why they say, oh, lust is a sin? If there was no lust, you would not have sex at all, period. Let's, right. let's so there be has to be that level of attraction. There has to be that. So to sit there and act as if something of that magnitude is a sin makes no sense because the act itself would not exist. You wouldn't do it. Well, yeah, God definitely desire. created, you know, that exactly. for a man and a woman in a beautiful way. Exactly. Now, um, you know, shout out to the church. It's it's meant to be Shout in the confines the of marriage. Um, <laughs> <laughs> however, I, I will come from an honest place because awesome. I have two children and I've never been married. So right. I, I can be honest in this conversation. And I agree with you when you say that the mental 
yeah. has to also be there. Yes. It, it, the, the thing is with me, like, I've never been one of those guys who, like, just because somebody fine, like, oh, yeah, we can we can do the thing. Like, if mm-hmm. you're, like, dead stupid or you have, like, horrible outlooks on particular things, I don't care how attractive you are. We're not going anywhere. And see, that's surprising because right. for somebody who's, you know, at a DJ of the hottest uh, uh, events, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like you, yeah. you're you not just at the hole in the wall. You're mm. at the places where, like, the Bless grown and sexy Bless come out and, and people get dressed up nice. So that it seems great. like the stigma would be that, <laughs> you know, if a woman is beautiful, you know, bam, that's, that's you're going home. Listen, no, like, your woman is beautiful tight that will will start conversation mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying then at that point let me see what you want like i've been around absolutely drop dead gorgeous women in the communication like their conversation is ass and mm. we don't have it we don't have it it's like i visually i'm looking at you like you are gorgeous why can't why does it feel like pulling teeth when i'm talking to you mm-hmm. and we won't get past that we will not get past it and i'm not about to put forth the effort i'm not about to carry on my on my back um, all the communication, all of these particular things, just because you're you're attractive, like I'm sorry, yeah, I, I wouldn't expect you to, to to do that for me. So no, I don't I don't care about that. However, with that being said, you you definitely can't. You know what I'm saying? You can't be no Ugmo, like. It's just, you know what I'm saying? Like I feel Realistically. like I, I mean, just, it, it, the real is this. Like I feel like it's like if I if I take care of myself the way it is, and I'm taking care of myself, I don't feel like that that's wrong for me to expect that out of the partner that I'm with in some form or fashion. And I'm not Absolutely. talking about like you know. So it has to be some form of visual physical attraction, but also on top of that, you have to be mentally stimulating. You like, have to no, have both. I have to have both, or it is nothing's going to work there. Period. Okay. So next tweet. Um, and somebody sent me this, but I haven't had a chance to look at it. Okay, go ahead. So you're going to be able to school me on this. Mm -hmm. Um, but one of my favorite people to send my brother in our group chat is Orlando Brown. Okay. That's my guy. And, um, this new tweet (laughs) was talking about how now he said he's done using meth and he has turned to God and he's preaching. Now I haven't seen the clip, so you may have to give me a little background, but is it legit? Do you think this is just another one of his temporary ways? Because you know, the last time we heard him talking about how Nick Cannon was. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Well, the clip itself, uh, he was clearly talking, um, at a church or whatnot. Mm -hmm. And so he was just addressing the crowd, um, Sober-minded. Sober-minded. He sounded okay. clear. Uh, I am more of a spiritual person than, than religious. The uh, mm-hmm. reason being is just because I believe that there are multiple paths to the same goal. Uh, and I, for one, am never going to be a person who tells someone that found some form of salvation and that this is bringing them happiness, that they're wrong. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying, or that like you you're completely off on what it is that you're saying. Regardless, like and you 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 look at how this thing changed them. You see what I'm saying? Like a complete 180. They have completely changed in life. They're happier. They're clear. Some situations they're not doing drugs mm-hmm. or any of that. How am I going to tell you what you're doing is wrong? Because the end of the day is like our all of our relationships with the Most High, whatever it is, it's going to be a personal relationship, mm-hmm. regardless of how you got to that relationship. You have that relationship if that's what you believe in. If and it's custom. It's not a one. It's not. A, it's not a one size fit yeah. all. So with that said, listening to him and being in a situation to where he's like he feels his most. He he sounds clearly sounds better. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about and the people like you know you laugh at the antics and stuff. Orlando Brown's dumb, ignorant, talented. Like 
very goofy talented. But to me, that's why I was so sad when and he kind of spiraled out of control because I'm like, dude, you are amazing. Because even in those instances where he's still making music and he's still on uh-huh. it, like he, like if you listen to the music, like get past the end, listen to it. The, these songs are good as hell. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it's like, so it's with that. It's like. Dog, if you just really just took this serious and stopped playing, yeah. like, dog, like, you're you're crazy talented. So to even hear him to be into that mental space is like, oh, that's awesome. So hopefully, like, whatever it is he decides to do beyond this, I wish him nothing but the best of luck. That's awesome. Like, I'm, I'm for people finding what they need to find in order to get to where they're trying to go. So, that's really dope. Yeah. So I do hope that it is a lasting change, and I'm going to watch that. For um, sure. After I leave here. For sure. Um, let's see. I've got a few more. I'm with it. Listen. <laughs> this is, let me see. Okay. This is another retweet. Y'all. And so you may have to give us some background. <laughs> um, but this was someone who said, I barely even know you. And you're asking me what my intentions are. It was to try to get to know you and go from there. And you said, I hate this question with a passion. Got oh. asked that on a first date, and it was the last date. Oh, man. You want to talk about the question that I hate. What are your intentions? I'm in my 30s, ma'am. What are you talking about right now? We are at dinner. I don't know you. You don't know me. So off rip, I'm trying to get to know your goofy ass. But instead... <laughs> You want to ask questions like that. It's like, the thing is this, right? Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm bothered by people who date with the intent to marry. Bothered by them. Cannot stand it. I think it's wrong. I think it's incorrect. And Mm -hmm. I will call that out. Reason being, there's two reasons. Mm -hmm. Number one, don't ever put that level of weight on someone that you do not know. Mm. That is a level of responsibility that you were placing upon a single dinner or whatever the hell y'all decided to do. And if this, you know, you, just, you see what I'm saying? Like, y'all could be vibing. Like, everything's good. And, yeah, I'm dating a Mary. Whoa. <laughs> what? Okay, so I, so I have to defend I have to defend the women. And I feel like um, I'm, I'm a lot better now because okay. now I'm in a space where I've you know, I've told people that now that I've actually sat down and, and itemized the different tasks required of a woman in a marriage, mm-hmm. I'm like, whoa, that's that's a lot. Right. I, I'm, I, let me get me together. For sure. <laughs> um, but before then, I was that person who, like, every other post was like, where's Boaz? I'm ready. <laughs> I'm waiting. I want the tracking number. So I, I can. <laughs> right. Listen. <laughs> Listen, I'm listening. That's real. That's so real. I can understand where a woman, you know, when she hits a certain point in her 30s yeah. and, you know, she sees all her friends are booed up and she's been a bridesmaid 10 times Absolutely. and she sees everything in the movies and on social media where everybody is like hashtag black love, hashtag yeah. relationship goals. It's like, okay, since I'm trying to make a decision that I'm not going to add any more miles to my to my, you know. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Let's live life. However it is. <laughs> However the life is. Do your thing. But continue, so it's please. like, um, I want to make sure that I'm intentional, you know, when I date. And one of my For friends sure. was talking about um, how she's a Pisces. And she was like, I wear my heart, like, literally on my sleeve. And I feel like every dude that I meet, I'm treating it like he could be the one. And I know, like you said, that's a lot of responsibility to put on a man. But where is, like, that happy medium? The happy medium is this, right? And, you know, she came up with this mother looking like a straight nurse. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> <laughs> <Don't> get your... 
Shout out to Nurse Ratchet. Shout out to Jamie Valentine Dobie, who is the curator of this amazing space. She is a podcaster. Um, as well, she is so awesome. <laughs> That's my girl, man. We go back, back, back. <laughs> Listen, but no, like my thing is, you're kind of saying like, where's the line? Um, for me, is this right? Mm-hmm. Well, kind of getting back to the second, the second thing, right? The the, the the second reason why it is that I don't believe like dating and marry is like a real thing. Let's say you go out on a date with a person, you say oh, I'm dating a marry, and they say I'm dating a marry too, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Y'all might not supposed to be dating or marrying each other. So the whole point is that the time is wasted still. So there's literally no point in even making mention of that because either A, you're going to run the person off because they're not, because you put all of that weight on it and, and, or B, they're not the person for you. And so when you take all of that weight off of it and just get to know the person that's in front of you, whatever it is supposed to be, accept it as such and be cool with that. So many people are dating like, this got to be it. I'm gambling. This got to be it. And it's like, no, nah, you seem like a cool person. I want to enjoy your company. I want to get to know you more. If that means that we're just going to be friends, then that means that. And I'm cool with that. Do you think that some men date to have sex? Absolutely. Like, like some, they solely are investing in the dates with, for you to I'll give them that question, opening. But that is not gender specific. However, I will say the way that it's marketed, it's definitely more so tied towards men because it's still like a hunt and kill type of situation, which mm-hmm. is absolutely stupid. But I do believe that more women should, without question, take ownership of their sexuality and do the exact same if that's what they want to do. It's totally okay. If that's your bag, do your thing. Mm-hmm. I'm all about that. My thing is just stop putting so much weight on me. I'm I'm big on that. Like whatever you're supposed to be you. to me at that time, whatever that is, if I'm cool with it and you're cool with it, then we're gonna be that. And it's gonna organically happen and without it's pressure. Or- exactly. Gotcha. So if it's a situation where you're supposed to be the one, I'm not gonna fight that. But I'm not gonna put it on you. You feel what I'm saying? Like I'm not gonna put that on you. It's just gonna be what it is. And you actually that kind of leads into another one that you retweeted that said you know, dating to marry is why y'all have so many dating problems. You don't even start to enjoy people before you start thinking long term with them. You, 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 everybody wants, like, and I, and I get it, right? I get it, especially for women. Like, that shit is beaten to your head from birth. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? From the Barbies to the, like, that's Yeah, you're marrying you the Barbies. Are, exactly. Mm-hmm. You are all primed for that thing, right? And, that in itself is that I don't feel it's right. Because like I said, as men, like we weren't pushed in that you know, direction. You're primed to play the field. Exactly. Explore yourself via alpha male. Exactly. And then that's why you have so many situations where there are women who are deciding to do this later on in life, which I mean, late on time, it don't matter. Like I'm glad that they're finally waking up to this and realizing that all of this in society, what they're teaching you and what they're telling you about how women are supposed to be Man, forget all of that. Mm-hmm. Live your life. Like, whatever you feel comfortable doing, you know, and you're going you're gonna to find some resistance to it. You know what I'm saying? By you just living and being yourself as a woman because they don't want women to have agency over their bodies. They don't want women to have agency over their sexuality. They don't want those things because it's supposedly looked that bad, whorish, and all of this And that's why stuff. I wanted to ask you about yeah. why. Because yeah. I was interested in getting your thoughts on, you know, is that... 
you know, the type of thing where you're like, that's women empowerment, let them embrace their sexuality, let them own their bodies, or do you feel like, you know, oh, you know, they are whores or that's not attractive or they're let's, ran through. Check it out, right? Let's 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 deal with it on 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 the base like level, right? And we're talking about pure logic here, okay? And for those um, of you who are listening that don't know, WAP is a new song with Cardi B and Meg The Stallion, yeah. and the video is um, pretty explicit. Um, it, it listen, yeah, it's wonderful. <laughs> it's wonderful. I watched it with my parents, so listen. Are you serious? What was your mom's she, reaction? She was like, "Oh, it's tight." Really? Yeah, 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 man. Like, listen. Wow. Yeah, because the thing is this, right? The thing is this, right? Like, people, me, me, and my mother are very, very tight. Mm-hmm. Very tight, you know what I'm saying? And, and Gorgeous I mean, woman, by the way. Appreciate you. Thank you very much. You know what I'm saying? I think I, I like to think I got more looks from her. But uh, hey, listen, my biological father's ugly as shit. What? So anyhow, uh, <laughs> hey, 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 that nigga looks like a hairless Snoop Dogg. It's oh my god, that's a different looking dude. I don't know how I came out like this. God bless my mother. I will. Yeah, hey, she, listen, she, it's cool to laugh. Gorgeous. Fuck that guy. Listen, it's cool to laugh. It's okay. <laughs> but, hey, hey, you said raw. We raw. We mother. are raw. Hey, Uncensored, so listen, uncut. So, but no, with that stated, like, I mean, my mom is, you know what I'm saying? Like, she, I've, I've been raised by majority women, mm-hmm. you know? So I know nothing but strong women. So for me to watch something like that, I even had those conversations with my mom. That's what I did. So it was never a, a, it was never an issue. So to watch that thing, that ain't shit. Like I talked to my mom about all of the women that I did. Like I talked to her, like I talked to my homeboys, and we go back and forth in in this advice and all of that. Like that's how we talk. So do you think you could so, bring a woman like that home to her? Absolutely, and she would be cool. Absolutely, because my thing is this, right? The, the the reality of it is this: just because a woman is free with her sexuality and she's confident in her abilities sexually, that doesn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. That means that she knows what she's capable of. That's literally that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and you are listening to the Check on Your Strong Friends podcast hosted by your girl, Lauren Spearman, the Bounce Back Advocate. I am having an amazing time today. I am interviewing my celebrity friend in my head, uh, the rapper Vandalism. What's that, and um, we are just having a great wild card conversation. We did put a disclaimer at the beginning of this conversation because we are keeping it all the way real uncensored and raw today. Um, the last thing I want to ask you in this Twitter round, uh-huh. um, before I get into my, my other questions I wanted to ask you. For sure. In my lurking, I found out that you are re-watching the show Girlfriends. Yeah. So I just wanted to kind of pick your brain about that. I know one of your tweets, um, you know, that you retweeted uh, what someone said, but it was like Darnell was feeling or was feeding Cecily red lobster and shit. And Maya had one measly kiss and Darnell flipping out. <laughs> and your response was LMFAO. Don't do this. Right. Don't do this. Because first off, <laughs> shout out to my whole girl, Brie, because me and her go back and forth like to she's. Uh, awesome person. She's from the east side, uh, out in the A, uh, getting our acting on, man. So kudos to her. Awesome. Um, but yeah, like when me and her go back and forth on, on on shit like that, and she's one of those like, you know what I'm saying? Get the most out these niggas and get the hell out the way. She's like she, you know, said so that's her whole. Her so she's whole, like, like Tony. Again, oh she, oh man, oh man, that's nice. That's nice. Just yeah, if, if Tony was from East St. Louis, that's definitely her, without <laughs> okay. question, without question. But um, yeah.
Yeah, like in that instance, if you look at <laughs> right, if you if you look at how that is, first off, she went and and, and, and took like okay, first off, he was getting the the, the Cheddar Bay biscuits after they broke up. Mm. So we were already the the argument is already dead. Mm -hmm. he, they had broke up already. You know, even though I told you not worry about this chick, she stepped up. But now she now she feeding me now she feeding me crab legs because before it was a strawberry. Remember when oh, it was the, the, oh, when it was the, the old Darnell when it was, it was Flex Alexander before yeah. they switched him up. They switched him up so it don't count already. Y'all for real. <laughs> It's off rep, it don't count. It so don't the count. light skinned Darnell cannot Wait. take the indiscretions of the dark skinned Darnell. Slate is clean. Slate is clean. I mean it's the same it's the same thing with Unviv. It's the same deal with Unviv. Oh my gosh. The energies were not, different. The I couldn't get with light skinned Unviv. Yeah. After the show, we need to talk about this. I got you. <laughs> I got you. But and that same. was our producer. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. I got you. But listen, like, like it's 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 literally that. So first off, okay, yeah, strawberries, bar it's strawberries. Okay. The problem, okay, with Maya's situation is that she cheated emotionally. Oh, my gosh. That was bad. That okay. turned out real bad. She cheated emotionally. So I'm not saying that Darnell was right at all. He, he was not a good husband. Mm -mm. I'm gonna I'm gonna call it this straight out. He was very he was very demanding. He didn't tend to his wife's needs. She he looked at her more as a servant mm -hmm. than as a partner. Like it was her job to do quote unquote womenly things, which again, as you're talking to me or listening to me, I don't believe in. Um, but you like she he kind of pushed her in that direction to go get that particular attention that she wants and desires. And a lot of times that happens. Like people like like men will look at their wives as as an accessory to benefit them mm -hmm. instead of actual human beings with desires wishes hopes dreams all of these particular things that they have and y'all be married and you're not getting it at home so you feel what i'm saying like even though it's like like and not, it's not that she's not had chances where she wanted to communicate this with him she wanted to go to go back to school yeah. and he i put my foot down you're not going back to school what do you expect how you gonna tell your wife you can't get an education Bro, it's over. I don't care what y'all got going on. It's a dub. But the messed up part <laughs> was if she just would have waited like three to four more episodes, he had come around and was like. She had been dating that dude since high school. He's been who yeah. he's been. You feel what I'm saying? Ain't no three, four episodes. They well, no, I'm just saying but before he came around and was like, you know, I'm I cool. feel you. You should go to school. But my thing is this. You deal with this for 10, 15 years. Yeah. You about to wait another day? Like, that might have been the straw. That broke the camel's back. You feel what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That might have been the straw. I've been dealing with you, basically treating me like a servant all these years. And I'm finally telling you that this is something that's going to be most beneficial to me in my future. And you're telling me no. Yeah, because I believe that Darnell um, really felt like if she got more education and more money in a higher position that she would start acting different. She would leave him behind or she would treat him differently and he wouldn't be the alpha male. Again, first off, let's even start there. That term alpha male, and I'm glad that you used the air quotes. The creator of the actual term alpha male basically stated that that is absolute rubbish. Even if you look in colonies of wolves, there is no such thing as an alpha wolf. You can look this up. So everyone who's listening to this right now, stop mm -hmm. using that term. It's bullshit. With that said, that's exactly why he didn't want her to go to school. That's mm -hmm. exactly why he didn't want her to go to school, because the reality of it is that everything is built in ego. Everything yeah. is a male's ego. So if she furthers her education, which he never did, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? And don't knock to what he's doing. He's providing for his family. He's doing his thing. I'm not a person who, you know, believes that you got to go to school and all of that. But understand, 
where things will change. The dynamic would have been completely different. Different. Are you okay as a man? Shoot. Forget gender. As a human, are you okay with your partner doing better than you? And then maybe possibly your roles in that relationship changes Change. in some form of fashion. Can you handle that? If you're cool with that, then by all means, go forward. Shit change. Like, shit gets different in relationships of all kinds. It happens. Is everybody cool with things switching up? And everybody thinks that all of these things are supposed to fit in this particular box. And if it don't work, make it work. Nah. It's, stuff's going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I might be dating one and she and she's up and I'm not. Okay. What can I do in order to make sure that my worth is still there? Yes, that's you know, the key. I can't why why am I trying to get the one up on my woman, on my partner? And you're supposed to be a team. You're supposed to be a team? That doesn't make sense to me. The concept of that is ridiculous. So with that stated, the situations were completely different. There was emotional cheating and someone ate some strawberries. Two completely different swags. <laughs> okay, so I have one more girlfriend's question. Go ahead. Um, there was the episode. None of them. Oh, okay, I thought you were about to say, which one would I date? <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, I took the I test, won. and I found out that I am. Joan? I am Lynn and Joan. Mm. I am Lynn and Joan put together because. You see how I caught that? Because on the surface, <laughs> on the surface, I am Joan. Okay, I can, okay, I can see that. But there are Lynn tendencies mm-hmm. when I'm. Comfortably in my space with people I trust. Got you. I can see so. that. Even with you, you know what I'm saying? Being on your independent swag, all of that, that's all in. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Even though like it gets this terrible rap, like that was her whole thing is just hustling and getting how she lives. You know what I'm saying? Off the muscle. That's I, right. I have you been know? out of corporate for about four months now, and I'm like, I don't know how in the heck I would ever go back. And that's the thing. Yeah. Like at that point, <laughs> at that point, when you get to that situation, it's like you're going to figure out whatever it takes in order to get it like that. Because mm-hmm. it feels for you, and that, and it's not that's not a knock to anybody who's working corporate. Hell, I work corporate. You know what I'm saying? But I'm I'm luckily at a job that allows me freedoms to be able to do the shit that I actually enjoy doing. So right. I'm cool with that because there you know are I mean? different types of corporate uh, exactly. atmospheres. Exactly, right? and so it's going to be people like the people that just want to just work. I want to work here for 50 years and retire, not doing this job. Those are the people that keep the world going. Going around. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, we need them. So for anybody that comes in like, oh, why ain't working for yourself? Not everybody wants no. to do that. And not, not, everybody, not everybody's built for that. It's mm-hmm. more work. People think that it's, like, less work because you're working for yourself. No. No. <laughs> you're working around the clock. That's yeah. 24-7, 365, whereas with me, I got set hours. And if I do what I'm supposed to do within these set hours, there's a check that comes to me. So it's like that. And the discipline <laughs> that it takes to work for yourself is it's crazy. Just, it's, listen, if you're not disciplined, if you if you don't really want it, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it's, not, it's not for you. It's cool. It's cool to work. People be thinking like, oh, man, you ain't doing it because you you working for somebody else. Bro, listen, it's cool to work. Get yours how you're supposed to get yours, especially with everything that's going on right now. I don't knock nobody. As long as you're not hurting nobody, go get yours. Go get it. Yeah, <laughs> because life is short. You know, I know man, you were talking about your beautiful listen, uh, friend man, earlier. Listen, life's um, way too short out here. Like, we, yeah. we ain't playing those games. So, yeah, right now, saying that to say, like, I can, I can, see, I can see Lynn. I can see John. I can see that. You know what I'm saying? You can see that combination. Yeah, I can see that for sure. For sure. <laughs> okay, so my next question that I have to ask for everybody who knows you, everybody who follows you, everybody who has seen your page, um, like your hair has its own identity. <laughs> Literally, there are women who covet your curl pattern. 
And I see today you have you have the twists going on. Yeah. Do you do your own hair, first of all? I do. Cut and twist my hair. Yes, ma'am. Okay. So what products, like, what's the regimen? Is it juices and berries? Like, what do you do to <laughs> achieve tell, that look? I'm going to tell y'all right now, the biggest one that I use that I swear by, it's a bit expensive, but black-owned Camille Rose. All of her Camille products. Rose. I'm going to Google. They have it. They have it in Target. Black-owned. Beautiful woman, beautiful family. Our products, top notch, next level. They're worth the money. That's what I use right now. I'm gonna post this on my page. Yup, Camille, Camille Rose, and um, what is it? The Main Touch. Uh, my homegirl got me on uh, as far as like the shampoos and all of that. But yeah, that's what I do. Uh, we we do a uh, a rice water uh, rinse. You know what I'm saying? I try to do that. Uh, oh, Main Choice. Yeah, Main Choice. Okay. Yes, okay. Main Choice. We use those too. Uh, but yeah, uh, you know the rice water uh, rinse I do well, once every other week. Uh, I wash one week, condition the other, deep condition, you know. And I just try to keep decent care, decent care of my hair because I've never had hair before. Gosh. Like this is the first time that I've that I've yeah. Grown I saw it. you had the low cut. Yeah, low I was, cut Caesar. I was bald for a second too, so you know what oh, I'm saying. Wow. Yeah, like I I cut all of my hair off, which like I'm I'm tight with that too. So it was one of them things where it was like, man, listen, let me just see what it looked like. And I did it for like a year and a half. And I was like, all right, yeah, it's pretty tight. I, I look mean, but <laughs> for real, oh, listen, listen, on airplanes, it was, you know, scary, big-ass black dude with a bald head and a beard. Oh, listen, they ain't nobody want to sit next to me. Well, I would love. think they would think you were an athlete. Oh, uh, possibly that as well. You know what I'm saying? Hey, listen, racism comes in different <laughs> forms. We knew it was some racist that was happening, but what kind of racism were was, we dealing yeah. with? No one white is sitting next to me. There's reasons for this. Either they're scared of me or they're like, oh, this athlete doesn't want to be bothered by it. I'm going to ask them, how was the score yesterday on the game? You know, mm-hmm. so it was some form of racism there. <laughs> it's just, you know, either way it went, I had a whole out of myself for a whole year flying planes. So it worked. <laughs> Do you let women oil your scalp? Listen, if a woman wants to oil my scalp, I'm with it. Has it happened? No. Wow. See, I would think that a woman would want to play in your hair. Listen, that would gas me up. That's what I would think. <laughs> like a woman would want to play in your hair. I would think that too. Does that shit happen? Hell no. Ain't got this oil, <laughs> this scalp oil by nothing but these hands. So, if you out there oiling scalps, ladies, hit my <laughs> another, line. Another plug. <laughs> Hit my line. No, I'm playing with you. Okay, yeah. so speaking of hair care, <laughs> yep. um, one of the greatest things about you that is refreshing to watch is your amazing love for your daughter. <laughs> like, it's it's literally unparalleled to see a man that is so cool, so funny, so masculine, but you will play princess with your daughter, listen, like, without question. Listen, makeup, nails painted, that's how I am in public with mm-hmm. her. And I don't see, and I guess that kind of goes and played into like with me performing, me being on stages, different things of that nature. I don't embarrass easy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I'm also a person who enjoys make, making people laugh. So none of yeah, those things. Yeah, when you're secure think, in who you are. Exactly. Too. None of those things define me as a man and mm-hmm. what my idea of a man is. So if it's me posting up and she did my, my makeup. Like, bro, this is hilarious. Like, this is, you know, and my thing is, like, my daughter's with me. So if if that's what she's into and that's what she wants to do, who am I to say, oh, go with your mom and do that? Like, what? No. Like, we're here. She wants to, to do the makeup. I'm her subject. All right, cool. She'll sit there 
and twist my hair and put barrettes in it and put it, put the, you know what I'm saying, the crown, the tiara on me, and I'm Princess Day. And she's so funny how she shades you. Yo, that is, <laughs> I'm going to tell you this right now, that kid got it honest. Like, she keeps you humble. That kid got it honest. When I, like, she, it's things that she does naturally that, like, it's something that, things that I wanted her to be able to do, and mm-hmm. she just does it, like, joning on people. Like, she. DNA. That, she got it honest. She got it honest. We were at, um, we were at Six Flags, uh, and uh, we were getting, like, the little caricature drawings, you know, her and her little cousin uh, brought them there, and so they sat down, and so, of course, you know, you got to sit still so they can get the good drawing going. And so they playing around with each other, and I'm like, okay, like, you know, chill out, like, relax, let them get the good outline and all of that. And so as she, she sat still, and so she talks to the lady that's drawn to her, and she said, okay. And so when my daddy gets down here and sits down, I want you to draw him like a trash can because he's trash. <laughs> what? And so, yo, like. Wow. I couldn't even, like, she got that off. Like, I wasn't expecting that. Like, that's 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 me and her relationship. So, it's like, so I was like, yo, you got that off. Everybody in the line is laughing. I'm like, she got it honest. Like, that's. Wow. You know, and she also has an understanding as well. Like, she, huh? Uh, and she heard you. Oh yeah, yeah. And, and like, and even with that, it's like it's one of those kind of situations where she also has an understanding of like, okay, I know who I can do this with and who I can't. Yeah, she knows the boundaries. She knows the boundaries, so mm-hmm. she ain't just gonna up and just start joning. Look at them shoes! Like she ain't just gonna start clowning. What are those? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, so it's like uh, it's, it's it's a beautiful thing, and I I genuinely have fun being a dad. Like I enjoy um, being a father. Mm-hmm. It's one. It's it. Not even one of. It's the coolest thing that I've ever done in my life. And I mean, some people can't attest to that. Some people can't relate to that. And I don't get it personally because mm-hmm. kids are freaking amazing. But my relationship with my kid, like I would not trade that for anything. Like that's my dirty. And they, even beyond that, beyond beyond us really truly enjoying each other, she respects me as her dad, and that's the biggest part there. And I respect her as my child. So, you know, it's times that I'm wrong on those things. I have to apologize. It's important. I believe in apologizing to kids. Absolutely. Right. It's, it's absolutely important to make mm-hmm. sure that she understands, even though she's the age she is, she is a human being. She yeah, has deserves her own. Respect. She, she has her own idea. She deserves respect. And it's my job to hear her out. And then we get to the bottom of things. So we communicate and we've been doing that for forever. So yeah, that's my, that's my dirty right there. So I appreciate you. So are you one and done? <laughs> or are there more in the future? <laughs> listen, I'm I'm with having another child. I'm okay. with it. I'm not in a rush. Oh no, no, no. Like listen, I'm I'm cool. Like listen, th- this one is, is expensive enough. She likes jewelry <laughs> and, and unicorn clothes and shoes and, and she gets all of it every time. So I it, it's like okay, cool. I budgeted you. Mm-hmm. I can play with this after all the bills is paid and got you. I can, I can do all this stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, you got your dance and all that. And I'm getting you, I'm keeping you laced and you happy. And you got all your toys. I can still have all my toys. I realize it's going to be less toys for me if I have another <laughs> child. So I'm going to chill on that for just a for second. Just a minute. Just a minute. But then even on top of that, still got to find a woman. So that's, yeah. the, you know, it ain't just, you know, Hey, I'm just going to have a kid. It ain't, you know, it ain't really all that easy, you know? Yeah. So I, I would definitely, I would definitely be down for it uh, when the time is right, however it's supposed to come. You know, I'm grateful. Okay. So walk me through a day in your life. Like, because Man. from the outside looking in, I feel like you literally wake up and every single thing you do is, is cool <laughs> and fun and it funny. Ain't. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you what, it ain't. 
cool. <laughs> Seriously, a day in the life of me, I man, wake up, brush my teeth, shower, uh, cleanse my face. You know, Roche Posay, you know, I use the derma roller if it's if it's that 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 time of the week. You exfoliate? Yes, absolutely. I keep wow. the exfoliating gloves, you know, make sure that we, you know, we keep it smooth around these parts. Like I try to take halfway decent care of myself. You mm-hmm. know, I try to. Um, but other than that, it's work. So I, I try to get that done as, as fast as humanly possible. Hopefully my uh, my supervisor isn't listening to this, but I mean shit. <laughs> She know, you know what I'm saying? Like she know, like you know, she know. I be just be trying to get the fuck out the door. She know. So, <laughs> but other than that, um, once that's done, truth be told, after that, um, if it's nothing pertaining to my daughter, uh, I am for the most part either you know creating in some form or fashion, whether it be uh, production, making beats, uh, recording actual music. Um, or even in that instance, um, streaming, uh, which I've had to take a break on because I was moving into a new place, still getting that together. But we're about to get that back up and running. But uh, yeah, I'm into I'm into gaming. Into so are you gaming. active on Twitch? Uh, yes. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Sir. Gotcha. So it's like my Twitch. I, I split between two. So it's either like I'm streaming myself playing games or I'm streaming DJ sets. Right. Okay. So I do I do uh, uh, one of the two, you know, because I mean that's literally what it is for me for the most part. If it isn't video games for the, or or sports in some form or fashion, I am, you know what I'm saying. I am making music, so that's really a con- consistent part of my. Because I was really fascinated mm-hmm. by the set where you literally had so contagious. But then you also went into thank you, Lord. Yeah. That takes skill and finesse to that's be one able of my, to. That's one of my that's one of my favorite gospel records of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I mean, God is in everything we do. I believe in that. So absolutely. In, in, in those instances, if I'm playing in that, in that particular set, people are gonna be kind of like, "What?" But it's like. This not the jam? Yeah. You're not going this ain't the jam? Like what are you talking about right really? now? This the cut. Like what are you talking about? Like this this went, you know what I'm saying? You weren't expecting, you know what I'm saying, to hear that. But yeah, it's the cut. It's yeah. cool. It's and cool. it flows so well. It. I appreciate it. And that but that's what that's for. Cause my especially even when I'm when I'm DJing, right? Not to go off on a tangent or whatever. But um I you know, there's so much music out there to play. There's yeah. so much music. And you know, folks can top forty you. To, I could, I could top forty you to death. Like, is there's no skill in that? Mm-hmm. You know, there's no skill in it. I'm gonna go off of what's hot on the radio, what's hot on the Spotify charts, and I'm gonna play that. And you're gonna get a reaction, and it's gonna work. But it's like, okay, what are those songs that people forgot about? Those B yes. sides, them joints. Like, you know, if I if I blended this into this, like, even if it's something folks ain't never heard, it's like, dad, that's, that was hard. Like, the whole point and purpose is like, man, you're supposed to walk out of a set that I've done. Haven't touched your, your your Shazam at least once. Yeah, at least if I if I didn't get that out of you, so I failed. Like, oh my God, what it, exactly? What a, or, or what was this? And if I don't get you to pull yeah, up that phone and be like, a, what is it? Uh-huh, you know what I'm saying? I'll, I'll see that Shazam. Like I, I failed. Shazam on I failed. Day. If I if I didn't do that, if you if my, out of my set, if I didn't get you to pull up that Shazam or you to directly ask me what is that, I failed as a DJ. And I'm a I'm a true believer in that. I'm a true believer in, in 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 playing whatever is dope from whatever genre and just it's it's all energy and vibe. It's not necessarily like 
genre. It's the energy and the vibe that I go off of, and that's how I play. So that's that's why you got that. Yeah. So what are the keys to like a successful set for you? Um, it's it's literally when when I'm when I'm contacted to to do any type of any type of set or anything, just tell me the energy. What are we going for tonight? Mm-hmm. You know, if it's just I want people to be social. Uh, you know, this is on some sexy chill type, you know, I'm not going to play hype joints. Why would I do that? Because right. people at that point of dancing, I'm messing up the flow. Even though everybody's having fun, that wasn't what you was going for. Right. So my thing is like, if you give me some, oh, it's supposed to be chill, it's supposed to be on that vibey type of stuff. I like, even when I'm creating music, I see scenes, you know what I'm saying? So I, when I'm, when I listen to particular songs or when I make songs, I see scenes. I can tell you what it looks like outside. I can tell you what it looks like in the house. I can tell you what it looks like. And that's how I make music. That's dope. And so when you tell me a vibe or energy, I can literally create an entire playlist that fits that whole energy. And it will flow. And so that's really the key to it. It's just telling me the energy, telling me the vibe. Where are we at? How many people? You know. And at that point, I'm going cre- to curate something that's going to be perfect for whatever that is. And we're just going to go from there. I know you are enjoying this episode as much as I am enjoying my time with Van. Just give us a moment. We're going to take a brief break, and I promise we will be right back to get back into it. You are listening to Check on Your Strong Friends podcast on In The Zone Network. Streamline, systemize, and scale with the Saba Group productivity firm. The Saba Group is freeing you from the grind by helping you organize and streamline your back office. Before you hire administrative support, make sure your business is in order. Visit their website at www.thesavagroup.com and that is spelled www.t as in Tom, H-E-S as in Sam, A, V as in Victor, A, G as in George, R, O, U, P as in Paul, dot com. For more information and to speak with a specialist. City to city, state to state, worldwide. You're listening to the In The Zone Network. This is it. Let's keep the conversation going with Van here on the Check on Your Strong Friends podcast and get a little bit deeper. So I was listening to your production and I am completely and utterly impressed with the level of your production. Listen, like um, coming from coming from Trifecta Sister, that's impressive because that man is a monster. So I appreciate you. He definitely is. Yeah, that man is a monster. Um. But when I was listening to it, I was surprised at the dope samples that you pulled out. Appreciate you. I was like, how does he even know about these songs? Like, what was in his mind? How did he put this together? So, yeah. like, what's your favorite sample that you've done? Um, uh, it's probably uh, probably this song by, uh, by Tim Maia, uh, this Portuguese uh, soul singer uh, called Time. Uh, he makes some very, very, very fly stuff. Producers, if you listen to this, I just put you on. If you ain't never got put on, that's that, that's one of the guys right there. How do you um, spell his last name? Uh, it's M-A-I-A. Okay. Okay. Uh, it's between him and Arthur Verokai, which all of the producers, like even, you know what I'm saying, like I said, you can ask your brother, he's another Portuguese, like, you know what I'm saying, amazing composer. Uh, I, I love their stuff. Um, I just listen to music. 
You see what I'm saying? Like, especially like even like when you you're listening to your favorite people, like you know, back in the days, kiddies, uh, we had these things called CDs, and <laughs> and even though we had tapes, yeah. and so those things, like when you would look inside of them, they had liner notes, and the liner notes would have the full breakdown of who's producing, the who's credits. writing, the full mm-hmm. credits, and I was like, dang, okay, I like the way they sound. I, this person made this beat. Like, okay, let me find out more about them. But then they'll even be like, hey, this uh, this uh. Has, takes a sample from this song. Oh, okay. Well, the cool thing about the internet that we, you know what I'm saying, got is like, I could easily just Google this and it'll pop up on YouTube or whatever streaming service and I can listen to the song. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, damn, that's jamming. What else do they have? And you just start listening to stuff and then that starts branching off. And so at that point, it's like, okay, I'm just listening to these songs. But then also as I'm listening to them, I'm like, dang, if I loop this or if I chop this in this particular way and throw these drums under here and then put this bass line like this and then have my boy, you know, come in and play trunk, like, I think it'll sound this way. Mm-hmm. And then you just go and try it. And then sometimes it comes out fantabulous. Like, it's, it's amazing. I love that word, fantabulous. <laughs> like, sometimes it comes out great. Sometimes you will hear something in your head and you will get on that beat machine and it is just ass. It is just... <laughs> It is just depressing. Like, listen, they, one of the best feelings in the world is like, I heard it in my head. It came out how I heard it in my head. That's, mm-hmm. that is like the pinnacle of production. It's like, I did it. Now, Fashion. at that point, it's like, even me as a person, like, okay, I can write. I can, write, you know what I'm saying? I, and I rap and stuff. It's like, I can completely round up this entire song because I heard the beat. I heard it in my head. Now, all right, cool. This is how the hook sounds to me. Let's build off of that. All right, how's this verse going to go? And I can literally just take it to to wherever, just straight from just sitting down. You know what I'm saying? So it's a it's a it's a fun and fun situation to get to. And I think maybe being the sister of Trifecta and, and witnessing, you know, when he first started using Fruity Loops yep. and, and his advancement over time, I think that's why I listen to things a lot differently than other sure. people do, and I appreciate the subtle nuances um, in music and in production, and I know that was just one of the things that um, just really impressed me because it was like genuinely, it's not just beats. It's like this music has a a quality to it that is just amazing. It can stand on its own. I would listen Thank to you. this instrumental and just vibe to this Thank instrumental. Not to say that your bars aren't right. dope because that was going to be my next question. <laughs> it's like, what is your favorite what bar? Oh, man. Like, what's your favorite line? Of mine? Of yours. Um, man. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think. It would probably go from the, the, the song Left uh, on my last project, Rumors of My Demise, have been greatly exaggerated. Uh, Trying to think uh, of what, because that honestly, that whole damn song, oh, like for real, I'm not even playing. Mm-hmm. I mean, just starting off is like, yes, yes I, I did. did. Set fire, fire to, the to the crib, crib. like left, left I, I did. did. Waking up yeah. a sleeping giant ain't the best I did. But uh, what to say? But but they be screaming for the uh, for the best. So fine, yes I'm here. Let me make mine clear. Uh, see you addressing a veteran, so act right. I swear your left eye live. Damn right, you niggas wax to the left I live. Damn, I still wish that left, left I, I live. live. Okay, yeah, back I to the floor. To that on the way here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. it, it's like, and, and that's the thing. It's like when I'm like, and when I'm when I'm writing, like shit's puzzles. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I just like weaving in and out of like flows and, and then I connecting will, it exactly, and then bringing it all back to you know. And mm-hmm. so like I, I play around with it a lot just because. I mean, I guess maybe because I'm my only child, like, and that's what it is. That's all I had to play with. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, when I'm writing stuff, like when I'm when I'm putting the pen to the paper, uh, it's, it's a puzzle for me. 
Like, I, I don't want to just say it. But then sometimes when you're doing particular songs, you need to just say it. Don't overthink it. Just just go with it. And energy-wise, it's going to carry over. And that's going to feel just as cold as if I created the coldest punchline that's ever, that's ever done. Because I just said the thing, you know? Right. So you really have to kind of, like, you know, know what you're doing or what you're going for in particular songs. So that probably, I would say, just as far as me kind of messing around with the flow, that would probably be left be the whole one. Because I had a whole, like sea scheme ocean scheme that's like right in the middle of it that's like i'm just like dancing around there so just you know when you got a moment take it out you know what I'm saying? check it out yeah. yeah i was listening to it on the way here so okay. i'm gonna listen to it with a different ear now you that see, you've explained hey, that you know like it, it like what did i um uh, what did it say uh check out the rhyme book if you're in the mules my pen uh my pen raised cause hurricanes uh Known to make the current raise, and that's just my current phase. My uh, my final form, Chris Paul couldn't even fade because he used to play for the Clippers. Right. Clippers fades, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it, it, it's a lot that goes in, but you just kind of mess around. Like I'm literally like this whole. And, and I am that nerd. Area. I will exactly. listen. I love words. I am yeah. a wordsmith. I am a writer, so I will listen to it, and I will literally. I could send you a, all of your see, metaphors. There we go. That's what I'm saying. I could like, like send you a text a, message like, "Oh, this see, metaphor was there dope." There we go. That's what it is. And my thing is like, it's a whole scheme of me just messing around things in the ocean, like, and I'm. Just just kind of playing around with it, but I don't want to be, huh, huh, did you get it? Did you get it? Like, it, it, no, it's one I of love where it's like, to look out for exactly, those things. Exactly. It's like, it's like you come back to me later on and it's like, God damn, that was cold. I was like, yeah, I, that's, I, I did it just for you. This one person that got it. Like, ah, we're, we're <laughs> for geniuses. For those people in the world that connect to that. <laughs> we're definitely. geniuses, right? Like, we're smart, right? <laughs> so, um, the prayer, like, yeah hit me right off the bat is that a true story oh that's 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 my heart that that was you could tell there was nothing that was nothing cap about that in wow. any form or fashion there was nothing cap about that like that was i literally wrote that as i was going through it and it was one of those one of those joints where i did it just to do it it was not a it was, I needed to get it out. When I first picked up the pen, I didn't know where to start. First I figured my head, then I figured my heart. I was told to stay smiling, keep my faith together. Have my spirit strong through the storms that I would weather. But things that got crazy, I don't know what I did. I know you got the whole world, starving little kids. I had no intentions of that song ever seeing the light of day. day. Yeah. No, and no way. So it's therapeutic. Exactly. It was like, I'm just getting it because I just want people to feel like people have zero idea of what it is that I'm going through at mm -hmm. this moment. But like, I'll give this to close friends just so they can hear it and kind of, you know. And one of my close friends who makes music, amazing uh, musician, like I, I gave it to her and she was like, no, you have to put this out. Mm -hmm. She's like, you have to put this out because it's people that don't have the ability to speak out like you that need to be that heard, need that need that. to know that they're understood. And so to for her to say that, I'm not fearful any, fearful any longer when it comes to super personal records because I'm sure that me doing this at this moment and putting this out, there's someone who heard that and was like, damn, like, I needed that. I needed that. I get that. And that is the beauty of what I want to accomplish with Check On Your Strong Friends. Yep. It's just letting people know that, you know, you could be the dopest rapper. You could make everybody laugh. Right. But you may be handling something that's extremely heavy on the inside. For sure. And it may be causing you to, you know, not keep in touch as often as you are yeah. used to. But mm -hmm. it's not that you are being fake. It's not that you are forgetting about people. It's literally like I'm handling some stuff 
because I'm unpacking some stuff. Yeah. So I feel yeah. like with you sending that to your friends, yeah. it probably gave them a wake up call. Like, wow. Yeah, because I'm because I can definitely tell you that right now. And I mean, shout out to to the, even the title of the podcast. Like, that's a big mm-hmm. one. Nobody checks on the on the strong friends. What do you mm-hmm. say? Who watches the Watchmen? You know yeah, what I'm saying? Like, exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And and, and, and and you and people get so comfortable in you being that part of their life, you know, and like, and again, it's kind of going back to the to the original. Everything is ego based. Mm-hmm. So when it gets to particular situations, they don't check in. They're not going to check in. And, you know, it's not necessarily like they don't give a crap about you as a person. It's just they're stuck in their own stuff. Mm-hmm. And. Especially even with everything that's going on right now, I can't necessarily knock anybody that's like, bro, I got to take this space. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, so, it's definitely but, a lot. But with that said, however, you have to, as a, a citizen, as a friend, as somebody, like, there's people going through things. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? If you have access to those folks, ask them how they're doing. And, and do it genuinely. Do it genuinely. I'm one of those people. If I ask you how you're doing, I'm asking you how you're doing. I'm not yeah. doing this making small talk. And I've never been that type of person. And then also you that know? question like, um, let me know if you need anything. Yeah. Say that genuinely. Yeah. Be, and mean, <laughs> like, mean it. And mean it genuinely. Like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's that. I, anytime that I say those things, like, I, I truly mean that because mm-hmm. that makes me feel better to be, you know what I'm saying, a blessing in some form or fashion, however that is, to, uh, to, to people. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't, I don't feel like you're you're living life properly if you're just out there for yourself. So awesome. Yeah. Well, I want to do a quick lightning round because awesome. um, you've been so patient and you've been with me for a while. So I just want to, you know, get out some quick uh, answers from you. Okay. Um, I hey, called hey. it Van's vantage point mm. because I want to get your perspective. I like. Um, you're a sneakerhead. Big time. What is your favorite sneaker? Ah, uh, that's going to be the Jordan Eleven. That's my that's my, mm. my my joint right there. That's what it. colorway? Oh, good question. Uh oh, excuse me. Nope, there's two shoes. There's two shoes. Uh it's the Jordan Eleven mm-hmm. and it's the Penny Two. Oh. Okay. So those are those are my two favorite shoes of all time. I'm probably gonna lean f- more towards the Penny Two. Mm-hmm. Uh reason being because Penny Hardaway was my favorite basketball yeah, player. Yeah, I remember like, Little Penny, the commercial. Little Penny, the commercial. <laughs> Listen, that's the first pair of shoes that my mom's got me that cost over a hundred dollars. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So the Penny Twos came out. She got them joints for me that weekend. Like, she actually got them for me. And I wore them joints. They had holes in them. So that shoe means so much to me. Like, I'm definitely, like, looking for a decently priced dead stock, like, you know, pair of the black and white ones. I still want them. Uh, I've had I've had multiple pairs over the years. I just want I, anytime I see it, if it's there and they got my size, I'm if I got the bread on me, I'm copping. You're good. I'm mm-hmm. copping it. Uh, but as far as the 11s go, um, I mean the Concord is a classic, absolutely. Yeah. I am more probably partial to the Space Jams. I am. Wow. I am. And reason being because I remember because I had the OGs. Mm-hmm. I had the OG Space Jams, and if anybody remember. Especially in St. Louis, it was a snowstorm that happened when those joints came out. Me and my boy drove in the snow to Northwest Plaza, almost got into four car accidents, 
Okay. And that's throwback Northwest Puzzle. For sure. Wow. No, no, the style. I'm, 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 I'm throwing, spot. I'm throwing some age on my shit. I don't care. That used to be Listen, the spot. Tilt. So yeah, you already know Tilt Saturday night. Come on, man. that's that's the <laughs> one right there. Come on, what are we saying? That's you got the fly outfit on, going there, man. You know, you can, you can, you can, you can pimp the Tilt or the, the movie theater. They coming out right there. Everybody chilling in the, you know what I'm saying? In the, mm-hmm. in the, in the, in the joint while the restaurants and all. Listen. To, uh, listen, Northwest Plaza was that thing. Don't play. Anyhow, yes, uh, we went snowstorm. Got, almost got into four car accidents because our homeboy at Champs was holding them for us. And wow. man, we got to the crib and you couldn't tell us that we wasn't the coldest human beings on the planet that day. Because I know it was folks who did not come to the mall because it was a snowstorm. Nope, we had them. So yes, the Space Jam. If social media was out then, oh listen, I would have had the I would have had the the, the sneaker to my ear. <laughs> I would have been stunned. Like, I know y'all ain't got these right now. Y'all in the house. I went and got them. So, yeah, no. So, that's what it is. So, I'm going to say I'm gonna say the Space Jams and, uh, and, and the, the, the Penny Tools, the original uh, black, white, uh, and royal blue pair. So, yeah. Okay. And then you said that you're still looking for the black and white dead stock. Yeah, the, the black, white, and royal blue. I'm still looking for it. So, decently if anybody priced, wants to bless. Decently priced. Again, like that. That was the key part here because I realized, number one, I wear a size 13. So, off rip, yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know. Yeah, listen, <laughs> off rip, I'm already at a loss. So you have to keep in mind, with me being a sneakerhead, seriously, for me being yeah. a sneakerhead with the size foot that I have, it is already a struggle because shoe stores are only going to get two, three pairs in that size, of that size. Right. So if I don't, if I ain't got a homie at the spot, or if I ain't got a, you know what I'm saying, if I don't get there when it when it was, like it's a it's a dub. But especially even now. Online combating bots and all that. Yeah, and these people that are simply doing it for reselling purposes. And I'm gonna tell you the problem with that. Like, if people are like, oh, resellers, resellers is, is whack. Yes, it is. It's whack. I hate it. Having bots where you're using computers to check out multiple pairs of a shoe is horrific. I'm not a fan of it. I don't think it's cool. However, these shoe companies have control over. Oh this. yeah. And the reason why I say that, and uh, is because it, unless you know, which most people don't. Getting particular, like like getting accounts, like getting a Nike account, is not easy. It's it's difficult. Is I don't know what. This mm-hmm. is the reason why you don't see St. Louis with multiple shoe stores. Reason being is because number one, getting a Nike account uh, account is difficult. But if you get a Nike account, that doesn't mean that you're going to off rip just get Jordans. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that at all. You're going to get the lowest rung Nike shoes. And then they might, after a while, see how you're doing with selling those. They might throw you a bone with a particular shoe. Mm-hmm. You know, here they're going to start there. you out with the dad shoes. Exactly. So you, so you're gonna get the little whack whack. So you, uh, so that's why particular stores you'll go to, they might have other shoe brands that are a little more lean about giving out the heat from their particular brands. Nike and those particular companies would make it extremely difficult for other like boutique shoe stores to have major accounts with them. That's why. Everybody shops at the same eight stores in the world mm-hmm. for, you know what I'm saying, for particular shoes. There's only so many stores in the actual world for particular accounts that are going to get particular types of shoes. So like your foot lockers and your... Ch- Not even them. Really? Not even them. So you mean like the places in New York? Yeah, certain places. New York, certain places in Chicago. In like you Like I said, foot locker will get Like Riff Jordan. LA, I think, exactly. is one of them. Yeah, they are. Exactly. So like... Like Foot Locker will get a particular Jordan, mm-hmm. but they're not going to get this one. 
Right. And it's like, this is the one that everyone wants. But it's going to be this small boutique that only got six shoes in Los Angeles on the corner that's going to get that shoe. So what happens is, is that you have these people who are literally using these bots and they will buy up all the pairs of the shoes and they'll create stores reselling the shoes. Mm -hmm. That's why right now you can get a consignment in a resale uh, shop a whole lot faster than if you just said, oh, I'm about to open up a sneaker store. You're going to have a hell of a time trying to do that. Trying to do it and get the accounts. So you're kind of forced to go about it the janky way, getting your bots and buying up all the pairs and then selling them. For, for up the price because you have to pay resale. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you have to pay, pay retail. retail to get them. You have to pay retail so to get them. So yeah, I got to get a profit off of it, right? Mm-hmm. So it's it's jacked up. But the thing is, is that these companies have the ability to balance out the field to where we don't have to do that, and they can produce more, they but they could. choose not. to. They choose not to, and like, trust me, they're behind all the, a lot of that reselling stuff too. Like, don't don't get it confused. Like, all of this stuff can be combat. Like, mm-hmm. Nike could combat bots. Think about that. They try to, oh, it's the sneaker app. They figured out a way to buy it off of, off of cell phones. There are literally streaming forms of cell phones. Like, they will get these little cheap little BS cell phones and, 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 and program them to where they all check out at the particular time for a particular release. Mm-hmm. And all they got to do is press a couple of buttons. Like, they could, they could fix this. It doesn't have to be this way. But they realize that the fanfare and the pandemonium that comes with it. The hype. Is, it, the hype is most beneficial to them. So they will not do it so that explains why it is that bots, the bots are there demand. yeah it's 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 disgusting it's it's definitely disgusting i'm not a fan of it um but also on the other side i get why they do it gotcha okay so next lightning round question mm-hmm. is your celebrity crush oh man there's so many because i saw um was it melinda williams oh my was god was on like the auntie Melinda, Mix. yeah, uh, Auntie Jams, volume yeah. two. Melinda, Melinda's a girl. Was that her? That is Melinda. Okay. Listen, I, I've never not had a crush on that woman. That is that is everything. <laughs> I was looking at uh, um, Alexis Fields uh, uh, yesterday, uh, Kim Fields' sister. My yeah, God. she still, played Diavion and still, sister sister. Still fine. Still, like, even finer now. Matter of fact, I made mention of this on Twitter. I was like, how's Lexus feel still fine? And she replied, she What I was supposed it? to fall was I supposed to fall off? <laughs> and oh, your whole day was made. I about melted. <laughs> oh, Jesus, what? Like there are two people over there. There was her and then fucking um fucking uh um uh uh, uh Huh? Uh, Listen, and that's the thing. She the homie now. You know what I'm saying? Like I can't even. I don't even feel comfortable. Oh, you know her, know her. Yeah, like I don't even feel comfortable. Like talking about how fine she used to be. That's a married woman with children. I don't even feel right. That's the homie. What's up with Ray? Like, like that's the homie. So I don't even feel right saying that. But it's just like she knows she fine. I I got every last one of them damn King magazines that she was in. Still. Still. King Magazine. Still. Wow. They're in my mother's basement at her home. I still have every last one of those King Magazines. You know what I'm saying? Back when, you know, like, it wasn't these, these outrageous butts and all that ridiculousness. You know yeah, what was, I'm saying? It was very natural bodies. It was very natural mm-hmm. bodies. Like, I mean, listen, shout out women. Whatever it is that you're doing that's making you feel comfortable, whatever augmentation you want to do, by all means, please do so. I was just commenting on early 2000s and how women is that, that how they look back then so yeah so yeah uh that oh yeah Layla Hathaway did that one time and I was like uh, which I oh my god I'm so in love with that woman um and I something I was like yo if Layla Hathaway said happy birthday to me like that would make my entire day 
and she sent back happy birthday with a wink emoji in. Listen, that was it. Yeah. That was it for That's me. That's the beauty of social media. Else. Social media has a lot of bad connotations, but the good thing is it has put us where our favorite celebrities are literally just a tweet away or a mm-hmm. DM away. Mm-hmm. And because um, I know I was, um, I put on Facebook, I had like a whole DM conversation with Deron from 112. Mm-hmm. Like, and it was, it was his account. It was the blue check account, right. but it was like, <laughs> you know, the, 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 18-year-old girl in me was, like, leaping. Like, how is this even possible? But social media literally brings everybody to your grasp. Facts. Big facts, like I said. So, yeah, no, I would would definitely say them. But as of right now, who's, like, the, oh, my God, I'm just about her? (laughs) Uh, Nefessa Williams from uh, fucking Black Light, man. Oh, Oh, my God. The older sister. Listen. Professor, I am manifesting you in my life. <laughs> I promise you. You have I to put that on Twitter. Listen, I have put it everywhere. Listen. <laughs> Listen. Ari Lennox, holla at me. That is all. She is my type. She is so my type because she's goofy as hell. Yeah. Like, that's what, like, for real, my thing is like, oh, I need them sexy. You know? like, yes, that. But, like, I need to be able to just crack jokes A with you. A sense of just, humor is priceless. Yeah. I, I have dated guys who... Looks wise, I didn't trip off them at first, right. but because they made me laugh and right. we kicked it. Yeah. Listen, and that's the thing. It's like if you if you got both of them, it's like especially like because women are funny as hell. It's like it's like you that you're funny as hell, and you find like I'm taking these. <laughs> that's the holy grail. <laughs> Boy, these shorts is coming off. What you need? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so on the on the same subject of women, yeah. uh, I wanted to ask you a couple of attribute type of questions. So Talk we, about it. we start out with extensions versus natural. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm for whatever women want to do. Mm-hmm. What do I prefer? Yeah, what do you prefer? Uh, whether it is perm, whatever, I do prefer women to just rock their hair. Okay. Personally. Uh, you know, like I said, I'm not a, oh, you got that stuff in your head and all that. Listen, whatever it is, rock your head, but just have it done. Because, like I said, again, we talk about it like I make sure that my shit's on point. I should not be more on point than my woman. Yeah, there's and no way just, you should have, you know, the main choice exactly. regimen. I should not be way, I should not be more on point than my woman. I'm, yeah. I don't, you know what I'm saying? And that's, because you have some dudes out here that's like, oh, yeah, I require that woman, and blah, 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 blah. And they look like absolute A1 trash. How <laughs> are you asking anyone to do anything, bro? It you, happens all the time. You see what I'm saying, bro? You don't even bathe regularly. And you're asking a woman to what? She must look like, what, sir? Do you see yourself? Like, no. You know, so it's like those type of situations, like, it doesn't make sense to me. But, yeah, like, absolutely, like, I, w- I would say that just because I like running my fingers through the hair. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I would tell you that first time. And you I don't want to get them, caught on a track. Listen, I remember that first time I touched that, that them braids underneath that. Oh, that, underneath that sewing. <laughs> I, like, I looked, I was like. Your head okay, everything? <laughs> All that new growth, that <laughs> new growth kind of caught is, you, caught what? your fingertips. I was, I was confused, like, baby, what happened? <laughs> She's like, she just hit my head, pointed your head on my head. Went from Europe <laughs> to I was, I Kenya. Was, listen, I was concerned. Quick. I was like, oh my god, what is this under your head? Like, what happened? Did you get hit in the head, baby? What? 
What's going on, Jesus? Pray for my baby, Lord. This is you. Please take it away from her right now. Okay, so sneakerhead, what is going to excite you more? Yeah. A woman in an exclusive pair of rare sneakers mm-hmm. or heels? Like red bottoms or like a... Whatever goes with our outfit. Okay. I'm big on that because my thing is this, right? Like, you can have some cold-ass sneakers, but if you can't put that outfit together, you just got some cold-ass sneakers. You're just a hype beast to me. You're just putting those on. Like, for real. No, you're just putting those on just because you know it's going to get the looks. Mm-hmm. And people are like, dang, you got on the... My, I'm I'm more impressed with people. When I say that, it's like men and women across the board. If you can put on a pair of shoes that were, like, overlooked, you know, like, if you if you can walk into finish line... And find, because, again, we talked about Nike accounts, and sometimes mm-hmm. they'll throw, like, a what the fuck is this shoe? Nobody's been talking about this shoe. It's just $100. But the colorway is crazy. And if you can pull that off in a cold outfit, mm-hmm. that shows me that you know what you're doing. You see what I'm saying? And that's gotcha. even and that's even with a pair of, of, of lubes. You can put them on, yeah, it got on the red bottom, but what does the rest of that outfit, outfit look, look like? like- because gotcha. the thing is that style is style. Throwing money at something ain't style. It's cats mm-hmm. out here with bread that can't swag at all. No. But it's folks out here that will go on Target and come out their mug looking like money. Yeah, that's a lot of you lame see what I'm people saying? with money. Exactly. And so it's like my thing is with a woman, like, okay, yeah, cool. It's like, yeah, those shoes are tight, but what does the rest of that look like? And if you didn't put that outfit together well, Ma'am, no. Mm-hmm. I don't care how much those shoes go. That outfit sucks. Because <laughs> this is coming from the man who can wear like a blazer and turtleneck. Listen. And uh, just make it I will, cool. I will blazer and turtleneck you to sleep. I will throw them. Like right now, I got on uh, the, the, the 1980, 81 uh, Indiana Hoosiers. Uh, shorts from uh, from uh, from nineteen nine, which they specialize in uh, in in rare throwback uh, co- uh, collegiate um, gear or whatnot. So mm-hmm. they're big themes. Like we're gonna put out all of these like legendary shorts that people just remember from back in the day, and so they sell out like fast. They end up doing like a restock on a bunch of them. So like we were talking about the Felipe Lopez, yes. uh, St. John Red Storm shorts that I had on the other day, and you know what I'm saying? Like this, like but people go know like. Folks that know gon' know. No. You feel uh-huh. what I'm saying? Like when I had on like the Marquette D Wade, you know what I'm saying, joints on the other day with three on the side. Like a couple of folks, like, where did you get them from? Like exactly. Like yeah. folks that know know. You know what I'm saying? So it's like me, my my kind of style is like just whatever in my head looks fly. Like I feel like I could pull off a lot of stuff. But yeah, if again, kind of going back to what we were saying, I can't take that much care in what it is that I'm doing and you don't. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, that's so big to me. So, and I come from I come from stylish women. I come from women that know how to dress. That's what they do. Like my mom to this day, like we'll go in her closet and she got one of them big ass walk walking closets, and we'll just put outfits together. You know what I'm saying? Like I'll literally like shoes up, boom, boom, boom. Okay, yeah, that's gonna look fly. Do that tonight. That's mm-hmm. gonna be that's gonna be fire right there. That's that's a good date night outfit right there. Boom, we okay. gonna kill it. You know what I'm saying? Get her situated, and you know what I'm saying. Her and my dad, they go do their thing. Yeah, but no, I, I, cause cause my biggest thing that was another of my biggest thing. Me having a daughter, like she's got to be on her shit. Whenever you see her, she's got to be fly. And she is. Listen, that's my that's my she's biggest the flex. Coolest kid. That's my biggest flex. Like I can look like whatever. My daughter looks fly. That we listen. I'm good. I'm good. You know? So, yeah, that's a big one there. (laughs) Okay. So, you did a DJ set um, that was Saints versus the Palace. But in real life, (laughs) were you more the Saints dude or the Palace dude? Because to me, it was a difference. There is a difference. There is a difference. 
I was a palace guy. You were a palace guy. I was a palace guy. Okay. I was a palace guy. I would say that I was a palace guy. And I mean, I, I was, I was, I was a lock-in kid. So you know what I'm saying. My parents let me stay for the lock-ins, which I don't know what the hell they was thinking about. My mama did let me hey. stay. Under, listen, I, I'm glad. I didn't. I didn't get to go to a lock-in overnight until I actually worked at Saints. <laughs> listen to me, and I know that y'all hear this, and I know that this folks from St. Louis listen to this that know exactly what it is that I'm talking about. Yeah. If y'all stayed in them lock-ins, y'all nasty. Yeah, because we used to nasty. clean up behind them, <laughs> and the things we would find when we cleaned up, like we found oh. um, the extra pair of clothes oh, yeah. that the girl she came in, but then she changed Ooh. when our grandmama dropped her off. Ooh. We would find yeah. condoms. Yep. Like it was real. I'm gonna. I'm be real i don't know what was going on i'm grateful for the sound but <laughs> I, I was saying that saying that but people were definitely like figuring out the sexuality in the palace and say listen listen some of y'all listening to this you didn't got freaked down in them lion cages as saints yes you did i know your kids is in the car <laughs> i know i know they are don't do not do not turn your head listen to this i know you Woo. was getting freaked down in them lion cages i was there I seen it. <laughs> I was getting freaked down in them lion cages. Listen. Okay, so you said <laughs> we you were grow. you said you were a palace guy. So of course the St. Louis question. Yeah. You already know. Uh, come on. So what high school did you go to? Okay. Yeah. I went to Parkway Central. I am a D Say kid. Really? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm a D Say kid. So uh yeah, I was actually I was you know, and you know how I play. I mean shit, I'm 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 old, so I can say this. But yeah, I was definitely using my grandmother's address. Yeah. Uh on on the north side, Euclid and Cold Brilliant, uh, in order for me to go there. Uh but I'm actually I'm from U City, even though like I said, I'm living in Cockatoo. Are you yeah, really? I'm from U City. Yeah, I'm straight from U City. Now yeah, that's that's hard for yeah. me to believe only because U City is like a cult. Yeah. So typically they all I can go to U City. U City yeah. people because it's like all the other U City people is like constantly on your stuff reminding you that you from <laughs> It's and, the same thing like being blazing. I'm from U City. Like <laughs> that's the same shit. Like we treated like oh, I'm from Brooklyn. Like they, it's the same it, shit. It is. Yeah. And like yeah. I live in U City now. <laughs> yeah. But people make it a point to let me know that no, it's it's not where you live now. It's the people that grew up in U City that can actually claim U City. Big facts. Eastgate, Westgate, West Gate, 82nd. Know me that. No, know me. Straight out the gates. It's like that. Yeah, yeah. U City. That's where I'm from. For real. Straight up, like all of that, like I said, all of the Delmore divide, all that. That was my childhood, like for real. So yeah, gotcha. and then even you know, with like the fluctuating, um, you know, what I'm saying market and all of that, especially with rent. I didn't lived everywhere, but I was mm -hmm. raised in you city, like that was city. yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna do a couple more, for and then sure. I'm, I'm gonna wrap for it up. Sure. Um, let's go with makeup versus fresh faced. Um, on that end, I'm all about. Again, and not to sound like a pick me, I really don't give a shit. However, uh, but <laughs> it's about, I mean, no, because you know, motherfuckers like, oh, yeah, I'm going I'm to say this so I can get the attention from mm -hmm. all the women in there. Yeah, because most men do say, you know, I want you to be natural. But then when you look at the pictures they like online, it looks completely different. Everybody with their face be like um, Alexis Sky. Right. And the, th and the thing is this I'm all about whatever is comfortable. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause my thing is like, fine is fine. You feel me? Fine is fine. However, it's like, whatever you're doing, like if it's a situation like, oh man, I got to spend two hours to get this makeup together. Cool. As long as it's not impeding on us being punctual. <laughs> right. I'm as good. long as your appointment do is this. earlier in the day. Exactly. <laughs> like do what you need to do. I do not want to be late to whatever the hell it is that we got planned. Get yours off. 
but yes, my thing is that I do enjoy a good fresh face. You know what I'm saying? You're naturally attractive. Yes, I'm on that. Like, you know, who who isn't? You know, who who isn't in, you know what I'm saying, in, in the, don't enjoy, you know, natural beauty. Because there was a guy that I was you know. talking to that was like, um, I definitely am not feeling makeup because I don't want anybody to get makeup on my white pillowcase. The shit happens. However, <laughs> I own a washer and a dryer. Like it's So you don't mind that. if it gets on your turtleneck a little bit. See, see, see. No, I didn't say that. So <laughs> check this out. Check this out. Check this out, right? Right. I didn't say that. So the thing is this. I'm one of those guys where it's like, if I get a stain on my shirt, the night's over. Gotcha. I'm one of those guys. Mm-hmm. I'm, it's a boom. Oh, look, catch up right. The night is over. Okay, it's, cut the oh, lights I on. am going home. Let's go. I'm going home. It's a dub. And that's why it's like, it's, it was, you know, living close to like where it's popping it and shit. I might be able to like go to the crib real quick, switch up the shirt, head back to the joint. I could do that. You know what I'm saying? But it's... I, because the thing is this, you never know who you're going to run into when you got a damn yeah. ketchup stain on your shirt and then you meet the when love you, of your life and it's like, oh shit. Or you're a celebrity and somebody recognizes exactly. you. Exactly. Like, oh nigga, you got ketchup stains on your shirt. <laughs> I don't want to have a conversation with this guy. He's dirty. Like, it's like, look at, look at the dumb makeup stain on his shoulder. Like, he must have a woman. Like, don't, you know what I'm saying? And people do stupid stuff like that. So it's like, you know, keep your distance. Okay. <laughs> uh, best Chinese spot in the loop. Oh, see, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get my head knocked off for this, but I'm gonna say it, and I mean it's cool. That's what's up. Run up on me if you want to. It's cool. Right now for me, mm-hmm. the Rice House on Lindbergh. It's literally called the Rice House. Yeah, and see, I heard about that, but I didn't take it seriously because that's what they call it on the East Side. The Rice House is legit. The Rice huh. House is legit as hell. I'm gonna tell you what I get right now. I get breakfast fried rice from there. And they're like, oh, what the fuck is breakfast fried rice? So, listen, it's egg, ham, bacon, onions, and it's everything you need. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's absolutely fantastic. I do extra eggs in it. In it. Pina colada vest. We in the house. We out here. Wow. We good. I'm, I'm good for the rest of the night. And I don't that's an else. interesting vest flavor, too. Because uh, I remember, you know, reading something you said about Arizona Energy and the tall can. Elite. Elite. That is it. That is the elite flavor of Arizona's. Okay, mm-hmm. I, and it's like the funny thing about it is every city has their their Arizona that they go to, mm-hmm. and I got the Arizona energies from like you know, and it's, shout out to all of them, but like Black Spade and Got to Be Kareem and all of them cats hanging out with them, like being in the studio with them. That's all they drank was Arizona energies from the Seven Eleven that was downtown. You know, they said they were going to that talk time. about it. Oh my bad, G. My bad. My bad. My bad. <laughs> Sorry. It's, very, it's a very emotional. I'm sorry. I have great memories of that seven eleven. That is my that 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 it provided me <laughs> sustenance. R.I.P. to the <laughs> Say less. Okay. <laughs> it he, is providing me. That was, that was his go to spot. It, it was like the, right by his house. That's the one. And he That's the one, G. I right, listen, listen. Like has 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 gotten me through. Do you hear me? There's two places in life that has gotten me through. It's been that seven eleven. Okay, and if you've ever seen the movie ATL, when uh, T.I.'s little brother was about to get shot by Big Boy, that gas station, when I lived in Atlanta, that kept me, like, alive. So those two places (laughs) that are are pivotal (laughs) to my existence as a man that you see right now, those two places right there. (laughs) Okay, let's see. Let me do a couple. But saying that to say, Pina Colada Vest is elite. And if you do not believe this, I, I challenge you to go to the hood. 
Because you have to go to the hood. Because they don't sell all the same vest flavors in all places. If you they go to a county, don't. straight up, if you go to the county, blue raspberry vest, pina colada vest do not, do not exist. exist. Period. You almost can't even get peach and pineapple some places. You you, you might, can't. Ooh, them too. You can't even get those. Yeah, it's straight you up might cream get, soda, uh, fruit orange, punch. fruit punch, <laughs> and grape. strawberry. And uh-huh. Maybe grape. Maybe grape. Yeah. But then you get to the hood. Get blue raspberry, peach, pina colada. It get free. You know what I'm saying? They want to kill us. Let's give them all the good flavors. Make them drink this shit and die. Like they want us dead, bro. Like let's give them all the delicious and all the hot chips. When did white people realize that we like hot chips? Because they're right. They well, are right. They're delicious. I think it was <laughs> when, um, what was that? St. Louis Winco came out with those Red Hot Ripley wings. Yo, genius. Mm-hmm. They knew. And it's like, like it's, <laughs> you're not doing it. <laughs> they knew. My, my producer would like to come on for a moment. Yo, Bobby hooks them shits <laughs> Shout out to Bobby. Bobby, if you're listening. Bobby, dog. Hey, he the one. I I met him, man. He is a dope dude, man. I met Them wings touch your spirit, man. That's not a lot. Bobby, if you're listening and you would like to sponsor an episode, please let us know. Bobby Tesla. Listen, (laughs) young Bobby. Hey, listen, man. I don't understand. Like, because the thing is, like I said, I don't know. What white person said, oh, I'm about to capitalize on this hot chip thing with these with these these black folks. Let's give them the hottest chips we got in the market and, and only put because you can't find hot chips like that in the county. Mm-mm. You go to the county, the only thing you might find would be like the little flaming hot like lays, which they, they give me by. They do what they need to do. They but do what they need to do. Like Red Howard Blitz. Listen, you gotta get to the hood yeah. and get the good hot chips. You know what I'm saying? Or the ones that are my favorite that are rare. Are the Jays uh, hot corn chips? They're very rare, mm. but you can find them in the hood. But you just got to go to particular places that got them. Those are the joints, but you cannot get them. And then, and like they'll make their their appearances at Quick Trip every blue moon. And when they do, four five at a time. Just because I know I'm not gonna see. Yeah, you, you know what I'm saying. Up. I, I got to stock up because I know I'm not gonna see these when I come. I come back tomorrow. They gone because everybody know motherfuckers is delicious. They get it. So shout out to hot chips, man. Shout out to blackness, man. <laughs> But yeah. <laughs> okay, so next question is Cougar, mm. um, your same age range, which mm-hmm. is like 30s yep. or like 20s, younger. When we say 20s, how young are we talking? <laughs> like listen, R. listen, R. Kelly. <laughs> listen, R. Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> how young are we talking? Like, <laughs> Yo, oh my like, god! No, how guilty was that nigga? <laughs> like, how you going? The you look on Toure's face, like, bro, you are forty something, <laughs> friends with an eighteen year old. How young we talking? So, by teenager, what? what do you mean? Yeah, what do you mean? What are you? What are you talking about, bro? The cops, like, just, just get this, get him. Like, what are you talking? How young we talking? What the, so the minute that that comes out your mouth, you guilty. You're guilty as shit. I don't care what you've done. How young we talking? There, there's never a time where that comes out of somebody's mouth and it's cool to say. I blame the PR, whoever <laughs> prepped him for that interview. How young we talking? Just listen to how that sounds. You can't even say it regular. How young we talking? You got to sound like a creep, like a pedophile. An absolute creep. You have to sound like a creep. And you're going to go to jail. So I, I guess we would say 20s, 30s, or 40 and up. But that's the thing. When you say 20s, that's like 21? No. No, no, no. Wow. So like, no. So if you could just pick <laughs> your, I guess just give me your age range okay. that you are vibing with right now. Mm, mm. Uh, I guess I guess my, my, 
my range, my range, yeah. The thing is this, right? Mm-hmm. She's, she's different for me, okay? So, like, even with dating, okay? Like, I'm not against women who have children. I don't care about that. Mm-hmm. However, it's about the amount of children that you have. <laughs> no, you sound just, like my homeboy. No, it's true. And it's not because of like, oh, I don't want to take her own kids. It's like, no, because the thing is, is that I do eventually want to have another child. And if you got four, you're not about to have five. You feel what I'm saying? It's a dub. So it's like, I don't care how hard we vibing. I'm going to have a hell of a time convincing you. To hey, have a fifth child. It's going to knock that next one out. Like, you have four of them things. There's no way. Like, just what it does to the woman's body. Like, rarely are you going to find, like, yeah, hell yeah. But you might find a Kiki Wyatt. You might find, but see, Kiki Wyatt's scared the fuck out of me. (laughs) Why? Listen, no, sis, why are you that fertile? How? That, you can touch her and it's just like, the key, she be kicking them babies out. It's not a game. She's going to have a baby. What movie was that? Was that the cone heads or something? Like, or you could kiss and they would be yeah, pregnant. Yeah, no, they could touch, they could touch the, yeah. the cones on top of their head. And, just, and then to be pregnant. Yo, I think that's what she does. Because I don't know a person. Because there's no way. Because I know she's married. There's no way that they're waiting the, the, the allotted time after a pregnancy to have sex. Like, there's no way. First off, condoms don't exist. So we're already, that's, Arthur, what are we talking about? Birth control. Who does that type of shit? So it's like you have to keep in mind. It's like they're not waiting the time, and mm-hmm. that's the time. And that little range is when women are just the most fertile that they can possibly be, and they're just like, "Fuck it, we gonna do it." I'm sorry, no. <laughs> what that does tell me, however, is that that shit's fire. Now continue. <laughs> Okay, so being that this is a uh, podcast that is centered around mental wellness, um, I do want to know from you, like, what mental wellness tip would you give? Is it being yourself, doing what you want to do? Like, what advice would you give someone? My biggest thing is this. Um, It's okay to not be okay. Mm -hmm. That's the biggest thing. But the whole thing about it is just being completely honest with that. Like yeah. it's suppressing it doesn't do shit to anybody but yourself. It's not beneficial to anyone but yourself. And that's with anything in life. Like suppressing it in any form or fashion, like is not beneficial. You need to get that out. Black folks, I don't care what they can sit there and told you. Like I appreciate us millennials being a lot more open about it. Um, but yes, going to therapy, these things are extremely important. People think that therapy is a thing where it's like, okay. I'm going to go in here, I'm going to tell this person my problems, and they just gonna, they're going to say a thing, and life changes. It's like, no, like, I think it's like the, the best metaphor somebody is like, like this, this, yumbled, this jumbled, like, yarn just of all these different colors just all together, and that's your brain. And when you're talking to a therapist, it's their job to take all of those different colors of yarn and make just yarn balls out of all of them, mm-hmm. symmetrical yarn balls out of all of them, to make sense of everything that's going on. In your head. In your mind. Mm-hmm. It's to make sense of it. You're literally talking to someone else. They're listening to all of this, and then they're, they're hey, this is all of those things. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's That's really their job. You know what I'm saying? It's just to make you reconfigure everything it is that you're already doing to where it's more manageable for you because you're you. You know what I'm saying? Your problems are your problems. You're dealing, you know, you're dealing with, with things that you're dealing with, but how do we get this to a place to where it is that is manageable? You know what I'm saying? It can mm-hmm. make you more functional as a human being. Because the shit's not going to change. Like, what do they say? Uh, um, life doesn't get easier, you get better. Mm-hmm. 
you know? And some people get tired of trying to be better, you know? Some people get tired of that. They get broken down and beat down by life. I get it. I've been there. I continuously, it's a, it's a battle. It's a battle. And it's, it's speaking as someone who's battled with depression and all of these different things my entire life, you know? And, and, and that know. surprises me. Oh, but that's the thing. It is kind of the theme yeah, of what's going of to the check on, on your strong, strong friends. friends. Right. And that is and, true because a lot of comedians are rooted in, you know, going through depression and darkness and finding a, a bright spot in it. If you've ever, like, met any of, like, these bigger comedians, like these big dogs. Like Chris Rock and these Jim Carrey. These are extremely broodingly serious human beings. Yeah. Like, they are, like, if you ever ran into, like, Will Ferrell, like, outside of, like, on set, is a very serious person. Mm-hmm. Tommy Davidson, you can look up interviews of him. He is an extremely serious person. Mm-hmm. Extremely. We're talking about, like, no holes barred. Like, he's... He's not joking unless it's on stage. Outside of that, any conversation, these are serious people. For you to be in a place to where it is, is your job is to bring joy and make people laugh. There has to be another side of that. Yeah. And these people are very serious. And so they have to figure out ways in order to deal with that. You know what I'm saying? They're not necessarily, like people be thinking like, oh yeah, man, I'm sure you're cracking jokes all day. And I, no. Because they have to, they, and the thing is that. And, that, I, and yeah. I'll, I'll be guilty of that. That's literally what I thought. And, and no, and, I, and understandably so. But the thing is, is like I said, it's it's not all day. You know, there'll, have, there'll be moments where it's like something just pops in my head and like, oh, this is fucking hilarious. I'll say it. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And see what it is. Or, or I'll put this in a song. I think it's funny. Like, and, and it's great. And I enjoy that. But, you know, there's other parts of my life. You know what I'm saying? There's other things that are going on that I consistently deal with. And I mean, even dealing with, you know, right now, like I said, I've lost... Two friends last week. Oh, Suddenly. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just happened. I had, to, I had to go to a funeral Sunday. I just went to a funeral today. And, and, oh, and to be in a situation, I mean, to be surrounded by all of this death and everything that's going on right now, it's a lot. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. It makes you face mortality. It makes you start thinking of things. Not to, like, get super dark with everything that's happening right now. But saying that to say, there's people that's going through shit that's technically worse than that right now. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is that it's okay to not be okay, but the, the whole point is like figuring out the outlet, figuring out how do I make this better, figuring out how do I help myself. And it's, it's, sometimes it's hard because you're in it. You know what I'm saying? Like they say, you can't see the forest for the trees. Sometimes you're in it. You're in it. And you can't, you can't see it. But the thing is, is that there are options. You, you, you just really have to take advantage of those, of those avenues. I am a strong advocate for therapy. Um, Absolutely. I'm a strong, strong advocate for therapy. And keep this in mind, folks who have not went to therapy, who have not tried it, don't think that every therapist is going to work every person. You might go to one and it just Mm -hmm. don't click, right? And that can be discouraging because you're already down, but then you went to this one and then they didn't make you feel no better. So now you're like, oh, man, F therapy. Like, you have to understand that that that, that can happen. Mm-hmm. But once you find that one that understands you and you all can bounce off of each other and they are making you feel improved or they are making more sense out of your thoughts, then keep with it. Keep yeah. with it, you know? Even and that's with anything. Like, yeah. you've got to find the right church that fits you. You've got to yep. find the right partner that fits yeah, you. Yeah. So. All of that. Everything is, is not a one-size-fit-all. It's, it's not a box for, for all of these different things. Or we all have our own boxes, but keep in mind, that not everyone and everything is going to be able to fit in your particular box. That's mm-hmm. yours. You know what I'm saying? You got to be okay with everybody else's. So, yeah, there you go. 
All right. Well, the very last question that I always ask yeah. every one of my guests yeah. that up? I have given you all this time to mull over because, as we discussed, it is a very loaded question with multiple answers depending on the day, depending on the mood. Um, but as of right now, what is your favorite song and why? My favorite song right now um, is two. Mm-hmm. It's just because my energy has been really good. Um it's a song called Rolls Royce Brake Lights by uh, Stove God Cooks. Rolls Royce Brake Lights. Joy come in the morning, but the plug come late night. The plug come late. Joy come in the morning, then the plug come. Um, He's probably one of my, as of this moment right now, he's probably one of my my favorite D-Boy rappers uh, in the game. You know, and this is, if I'm not mistaken, this is his, like, first project uh, produced by Rock Barcicano, which I absolutely love. But Rose Ray Break, uh, Break Lights, that's the song. I put that on. I'm immediately punching 80, 90 down the highway. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm gone. Like, that's the, that song puts me in that energy. Like, I'm selling all the drugs in the world. That's that, <laughs> that's that one right there, boy. It just gets me in that spirit. You know, uh, that one, um, and just because it's just on some, on some player shit, uh, Let's Be Friends by Dom Kennedy. This is what I'm supposed to say, forgot what I meant. I'm going to buy me a house, I'm so tired of rent. This is what I'm supposed to say, I'm going to be rich. About to buy me a Porsche, hope it come with a... Uh, which I, I love Dom Kennedy. Like, anybody that knows me, that's my, that's my guy. Uh, but, but Let's Be Friends, you know, you got on a good outfit, you know, you about to go see some, or, you know, go to a spot... You throw that on, it just, it just, it feel like good clothes. It feel like good clothes. It feel like a clean car. You know what I'm saying? It just, it's that, it's that vibe. You throw that on loud and you just cruising. It's, it's amazing. So those are my two favorite right now because that's kind of the energy that I've been in. So, yeah. Awesome. Well, I hate that this has to end. It has been <laughs> so amazing to to walk through all the different facets of your personality and who you are and uh, your different gifts that you have uh, and just be able to ask you those questions that I've always wanted to know like this is such a blessing right now and so I just thank you for even taking the time out to accept the invitation and to be here and be as open and transparent as you were Listen, I appreciate you having me. I appreciate even being asked questions. I like I told you, like when you hit me up about it, I was like I'm an open book. Like mm-hmm. shoot, I don't I don't too much hide much of anything. Again, like I said, I'm not a, I'm not an easily uh, embarrassed human being. Um, so like I said, I appreciate that that you know you even took this time. Thank you, and for all of those people who uh, may be living under a rock. Hey. And and aren't following, but they listen to this Keep interview living. and they're like, we've got to find this guy like listen, right now. Listen. Where can they find you? It's real simple. That's vandalism. That's with a YZ, uh, not an IS, vandalism, uh, pretty much on all social media. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can search that in any of your uh, streaming services, my musical pull up, uh, even on YouTube as well. Um, you know, come say what's up. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm goofy, you know. And, and that's pretty much it. we got some new things coming across. I can't necessarily speak on those, but when they come, they're there. I'm excited. Yeah, because I tried. Remember you you like tweeted uh, about something, and I was like, so hey, what is it? And you were hey, like, yeah, I can't hey, say anything right hey, now. Hey, it's coming. <laughs> it's coming. That's all I can say. Like, I, I've definitely tried to stop being being that person. It's like, oh, yeah, this project about to drop, and this about to drop, and this about to drop, and then life. Yeah. And then that shit don't drop. Okay. <laughs> that makes sense. That makes sense. I thought, man, I thought you said this was going. Man, hey, bro. 
I'm depressed, man. Let me go right now. Like, but that's real. Like, you know Bro, I am living with real life situations. Definitely. I am trying to get out of this bed, and you're asking me when this next song is going to come out. Go <sighs> to hell. <laughs> <laughs> and that is as real as it can possibly get because <laughs> depression does not have a certain look. It can it can look like a multi platinum selling St. Louis legendary listen, rapper. Listen, this is the thing, right? This is the thing, right? I was reading an article um and they were talking about they they uh, they interviewed like it was like six different uh, multi-millionaires, billionaires, right? Mm-hmm. And they were just talking about the billion the, the business the upbringing, how hard was it for them to, you know, get their first million? How easy was it for them to get to the additional millions after that? Mm-hmm. And then the final question they asked them was, are you happier now or then when you were broke? And every last one of them said that they were happier broke. Wow. Every last one of them. And that's hard to see when you're broke. Exactly. That's hard to see <laughs> when you're, you're broke. Because you're like, every problem I have, money will solve. Listen, and, they, and people think that, but like they say, uh, uh, new levels, new devils. Yeah. And, uh, and People think that you think that like life is not going to change for you, but the minute that you start doing things a little different, friends change. Like it, yeah. it happens. It happens all the time. Like once you start progressing, if people ain't used to you being up, Woo. you know what I'm saying? And they ego ain't y'all gonna clash. Let me it's tell gonna, you, it's gonna happen. Y'all gonna clash, and then y'all gonna fall off. Because they not they they not really happy for you. They not yeah. really there for you for that. You know what I'm saying? They want you to be down. Mm-hmm. So when you're up, it's gonna automatically be a clash. But then it's gonna also be new people that come into that situation. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? And they might not necessarily have the best intentions for you. So it changes everything. The vultures come out. You people think it's like, like man, I want to be rich. I want to be. Bro, listen, you wake up tomorrow right now with a million dollars in your bank account that you have no idea where it came from. You're not about to be happy. You're going to be terrified. <laughs> that's a, that's, the, that's, that's the truth. You're going to be terrified. I want to be low-key rich. Like, I want to be, like, executive producer of something, not seen. Byron you, Allen. You don't even know me. Byron Allen. If there, if there was ever a blueprint for low-key, but I'm sitting on a billion, Byron and that's the one that owns the Weather Channel. Yep. Okay. Man, man. And he just bought something else. He, do you understand that this man started as a comedian? No, I didn't know that. Byron Allen was a comedian. Mm-hmm. Wow. Byron Allen was a comedian. And then what ended up happening is that he was buying out all of that if, you know, and again, I'm going to date myself. But TV used to be off. Or it was a situation where it is that it was just paid programming after particular shows. Mm-hmm. So he would buy out that time. And put his own shows with his connections was basically kind of like an entertainment tonight, but he was hosting it. You feel what I'm saying? And I don't know wow. if like a lot of people, like this shit would come on after like the showtime at the Apollo. You know what I'm saying? You feel what I'm saying? And like it would come on, but that would be his show. And so he would buy out this time to, to put his show on. And that's how he built his entire empire off of that. All of his ad revenue and all of that, he could get all, that was all his. Because it was a show, even though he bought the, the paid program in time. And so that turns into him, okay, let me get the weather channel. The fucking weather channel. Mm-hmm. Do you see what I'm saying? Something that people will always watch. It's not, gonna be, it's not going to be mm-hmm. a time in life where you're not <laughs> going to look at the, the weather, weather channel. channel. That you was genius. What I'm saying? He bought the weather channel. And then it turns into this whole thing. I forgot this lawsuit. He just won um, against With Charter. Him. With Charter. Mm-hmm. He just won with Charter. Like I said, my dude is sitting on a billion. And I guarantee you right now, until I said that name, if Byron Allen walked past you, 
you would not know who he was. Oh, I'm sorry, Comcast is who it was. Exactly, well, Comcast, Comcast and Charter because okay, they're what, together. Right. Yeah. You would, you would not know who Byron Allen was, and that man is a billionaire. Yeah, that's the type of money I want. Like you don't even know. And I'm and I'm cool. And that's <laughs> listen. And that's love. That's love. Like the thing is that it takes. It takes a level of groundedness, mm-hmm. okay? It takes a level of groundedness to be able to have that, maintain it, but also keep a low profile. Mm-hmm. It takes a level of groundedness that not everybody got. Like I said, again, you wake up tomorrow with a million dollars in your bank account that you did not have. You're going to be terrified. I'm, be terrified. I'm not even going to spend it. I'm going to probably call the police. My and scary that's tale. what I'm saying. My thing is that people <laughs> like, oh, man, if I had that tomorrow, I'll just go and blah, blah. Yeah, right. Let a million show up and you and, and you withdraw it. You're going to tell me right now that you're going to comfortably Mm-mm. spend that money. Because I know somebody coming looking for it. Exactly. And I can't go to China. However, now if I find... Ten grand on somewhere. the ground. On the ground, yeah, them people that go, oh, "I'm going to take this to the cops." No, no, <laughs> no. I'm not taking that nowhere. That's going. I'm going to wait. I'm not even going to deposit it all into my bank mm-hmm. account. We're going to just here and there, here and there, yeah, checking, yeah, savings, yeah. different banks. You know what I'm saying? We're just going to be like, God damn, they just building up their money. This is it's amazing. Yeah, you don't realize. I just filed ten bands randomly. Hey, somebody might have died, but listen. God meant that for me at that moment. He knew he heard my prayers. He was like, man, let me get this man 10 bands randomly. And that's what it happened. I don't understand y'all people that be giving that shit back to the cops. It's not happening. (laughs) (laughs) Not your boy. (laughs) Well, thank you guys so much for listening. This is a super dope wild card. Check on your strong friends episode. Checking in with my celebrity friend in my head, Mr. (laughs) Vandalism, uh, Van Coleman. I'm so excited for this episode. Of course, I'm probably going to break this up because we talked for two amazing action-packed hours so i'm gonna break this up one hour and one hour um you know just to let the people digest it listen i let me yeah i appreciate everybody man i appreciate so make sure that you like follow support um everything he has going on like you said he's on all streaming platforms as well as social media under vandalism with a yz yeah Um, But until next time, I just want to thank you so much for checking us out and for listening in. This is your girl, Lauren Spearman, the Bounce Back Advocate, and I am signing off.